there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to a very special holiday edition of the Nerd of Godcast. Merry Christmas. Feliz cumpleaños. No, that's how that's, you that's that's Jesus. <laughs> to Jesus. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know Spanish. Uh, mama say, mama sa, mama and a, uh, I don't know, blessed Ramadan if you're into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture find a sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Uh, my name is Tony T. I'm going to be your host for the next few minutes as we talk about uh, all the cool, geeky, gamer, and nerdy things that tickle us and make us grin as we live these Christian lives free of sin. To my right, with me as always, is Steve-O Supremo. Melikaliki maka, everybody. Melikimiki maka. That's the Hawaiian way to say Merry Christmas to you. It's the thing to say. Aloha On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. Thank you. Very good. Neff, the big man himself. Hey, das vidanya. Do you say what? he has food on you? Hey, that's food on you. <laughs> who's who's vidanya? That's vidanya. That's vidanya. <laughs> oh, you got something on your shirt. I thought this was vidanya. No, that's vidanya. Um, all right. Ahoy, hoy. Uh, <laughs> so honored to uh, to get to look at the lovely twins tonight with your beautiful visage, your cheerful smile, and and Jackie is wearing angel wings for some reason. They were laying around. So so thank you for raising the level of holiday cheer here, Jackie and Jess, the twins. Hello. What is happening, ladies? Sleep deprivation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are you are done with your semester of school. Praise God. You got, got through all that, so good for you. And over in the booth, um, fiddling with an imaginary string. I'm not sure. What are you doing? An that is string. a human hair playing no, with an elong... It's that probably from my beard. <laughs> that may have been from the costumes from earlier. Uh, yeah. Wow. We cannot cook food hair. in here now. Yeah. We are unsanitary. Uh, Nick, the engineer. Hello. It is Christmas time, you guys. Are you excited? Yes. This is like our Christmas holiday special episode. Every 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 great series needs to have a holiday special. Uh, from TV shows, Star Wars had a holiday special. It was god awful, but it still had one. So I figure we need to have a holiday special. So uh, here we are, and we are talking holiday fun, holiday holiday magic. It's happening. Imagine. It's happening right now. Um, so, what's new been going on in, in your lives? Anything fun and exciting happened this uh, this week since last time we were together, Stephen? I finished reading the Back to the Future script, and I'm so glad that they rewrote it. How long have you been reading that? I mean, I read it sporadically. I don't like sit down and. Is read it a it toilet chunk. read? Yes. Okay. So uh, I also I also watched a. I think the original time machine was supposed to be a toilet, wasn't it? No, it was a it was a refrigerator. Oh, oh wow! Refrigerators can't travel through time; they can just protect you from atomic bombs. Exactly. Oh, wow. And the uh, special ingredient that made the flux capacitor work was, was love. Coca Cola. Oh, no, it was nice. a secret formula. Oh, but then they got a Pepsi sponsorship, and it all went down the drain. Wait a second. Was this in 1985? It was in so, 1982. Oh, so it was so it would have been original Coca Cola classic. Yes, and the, yes, new Coke probably soured that deal probably or, and also perfect. pepsi product placement yes probably well it sounds like you had a fantastic week reading slowly and thinking about what might have been jessica tell us what's going on in your life 
It's the week before Christmas, and I work in retail. Oh, well, so you have got your hands full yes. with people is buying. Is it 2017 yet? Is, no, it is, <laughs> it is not. It seems, can it be? Can it be? Yeah, th- I've been saying that since January of last year. Uh, this year. Uh, what year is it? It's two years ahead of time. Since 2012. I can not even remember what age I was when someone asked me a couple of days ago. I'm like, wait, how old am I? I don't know what year it is. Somebody get me a refrigerator and a bottle of Coke. Yeah. Jackie. Uh, well, I just... Jack Eye. Jack Eye. No. Sh- Sh- Shacky. Jackie. <laughs> let, let me take a, 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 a picture of... of I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jackie, what's up with you? I just finished my fall semester, um, which is awesome. But in the meantime, I was also working consistently and making costumes for the yeah. kids' church, which was fun, yep. but also very tiring because I was doing all these other things. That's right. You, you've been very, very busy. Hold me closer. Tiny dancer. Mm-hmm. Seamstress for the kids. Uh, big man, what is good? Well, you know, I've been getting full nights of sleep. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had to worry about any Throw kids or uh, school right now. Man. So, but I have been working solid 8 to 2.30. Nice. Every day. Now, now so. you've been on this weird kick, and, I, and I, hopefully you could explain it to me, because I, I can't, I just don't get it. Um, I'll, I'll say it here in, in front of, you know, the six of us and, and our thousands and thousands of listeners. What's the deal with you and Christmas presents this year? You've been handing out Christmas presents like you're the jolly old elf himself, man. What what is going on with with you and and wanting to be so generous this year? Well, what I did it last year, and I don't think I got a present from you last year. You got the you did you got the Ghostbusters one. Oh, I wore cats that shirt yesterday. Living together, <laughs> yeah. dogs and cats living dogs together, cats, mass yeah. hysteria. Oh, I didn't realize what that was did for I Christmas. Say? Cats and dogs. Because okay. he gives out his presents early. Surprise! Yeah, it's weird. I, like, I give you this. It's April, but Merry Christmas. <laughs> I give. I, I spread them out. I spread them out throughout the. Is that for a budgetary reason or? That's um, smart. It's though. partly because of the budgetary reason because I I bought two like two orders for because I buy T-shirts. Yes, that's like my that's like my my thing. It's like a gimmick. Yes. You didn't buy yeah. my wife a T-shirt though. You bought her a coffee mug. It's one. Uh, no, but that. Yeah, one, but it was very thoughtful. It was in the it area. Was personal and, to her. Yeah, because I have a, I have a past Universal. So if you ever see a coffee mug that has her name on it, she's got one of those names that's just unusual enough that they don't ever put it on the shelf. When you have the you know the keychains, coffee mugs, mm-hmm. things like that that have your name, you can probably find a Jackie. You can probably find a Jessica. You may even be able to kind of find a Quentin. Not but, spelled the same way. But you can't find yeah. no Sheena. Sheena is out of luck. So. <laughs> My sister's had that life. That's what I'm saying, man. You got So there, there should be something where you can customize it for people with the unusual names. But thank you so much. You, you brought me a gift last Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, Super Mario Brothers Star Wars crossover shirt. So that was a lot of fun. I wore it immediately, and I enjoyed it greatly, and I was complimented on it highly. So thank you, Quentin Neff, T-shirt king. I think I gave. Everybody here, their gift already. Mm-hmm. So Nick, Except Nick, you got a Jessica, T-shirt that was the uh, Lego, Lego Benny from Lego Movie. Yes. Uh, Jackie, you got an Alexander Hamilton Captain America crossover. Steven, you got the Time Machine. Oh, Back to the Future. That's Back to the Future too, like concept art thing. Gotcha. It was really cool. It was like right. a different look to it. Now, Star Wars. So Jessica, I guess yours is to come, or you're on the naughty list. I'm not sure. She's on the naughty list because naughty she list. said, "Don't buy I didn't, me." Anything. I didn't really emphasize <laughs> the N in naughty, so a naughty list. Lest anyone think I said you were on the hottie list. <laughs> I mean, she's on that one too. <laughs> then I'm in trouble. <laughs> You're Not that my wife ever listens in. to the show, but should she tune in and she's like, "What did you say about her?" She's on the hottie list. Uh, naughty list. Better than being on the potty list. Oh. Yeah. So we, uh, we're we we're going to kick it right off with our one question interview. And this is based on something that we were talking about real, real quick before we, we came in tonight. We were listening to a little music. We're kind of getting in a holiday 
spirit. And, uh, you know, nothing makes me feel Christmassy, Jackie, like putting on a little um, Canon and D. Mm. How do you feel about that? I hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. Don't. As a Christmas song? I just hate it in general. Okay. And now that I know it's a Christmas song, I hate it even more because I just hate the song. <laughs> How does it go? Can you guys kind of hum that real quick? No, see, you even got it wrong. I get lots of things wrong, Jay. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to I just discovered something new on the iPhone that's so useful. I didn't know it would do this. I didn't know it would do this. Are you being serious? No, I didn't. I just learned something that's absolutely really useful. Like, you know when you get something that you didn't know you would want, but then it's like, wow, I didn't know I wanted that, but I but this is great. Someone just texted me and said, can you send me Ken's number? And underneath where the keyboard is, it gave me all the Ken's in my phone so I could just push their name and respond with the number. That is cool. That was super useful. Wow, that was crazy. Thank you, Apple. Thank you. You continue. You continue to impress me with the gift that keeps on giving. Because you work hard, I don't have to. That's right. I don't have to remember anybody's phone number. Thanks, Apple. So, so Canon Indy, and, and that's a popular wedding song. I, I, I'm familiar with it more from doing weddings than I am from Christmas. Usually when like the bridesmaids. Oh, I love that song. I always get it confused with what's that. Ah, uh, she was. She had the, the that graduation song in the nineties. Oh, vitamin C. Vitamin C. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I used to always think they were the same song. So Wait, no, 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 not. Da, 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 da. No, 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 not that one. But the vitamin C. One. There, there was a comedian. I can't Let's remember his name. Yeah. And it sucks because, like, at the point near the end, he did cuss in it. But he did this. Um, all the songs sketch. that are the it, same exact thing. All the songs that are same. Like, and like do he, he was, you have the time. Yeah. And like he, he had his guitar, and so he was talking about. It. He's like, yeah, I played the cello, and it was great because cello's awesome. But you know what really sucks on the cello is playing Pacabos Canon D. Why? Because it's the same like four notes over and over and over again. And he's like. The first violins get lovely melodies. The second violins get lovely melodies, which just shouldn't happen. Which is true. They should never get good melodies. Um, <laughs> I just hate Pocahontas. Band geek alert. I hate it. I hate it with a burning passion. I had to play it in high school, and it was with a group that wasn't even anywhere near ready to play it. And it, I just hated it because I didn't like the instructor. And he's like, yeah, we're going to play this. And I'm like, dude, we can't. Half these kids don't even know how to read music. I'm just Dang. angry about that song in general. Okay. Backs away from the mic. <laughs> so, so you were talking, and this is what you said when, when in response to Canon and D earlier, when we were talking about people coming down the aisle to it or whatever, you said <laughs> that you would rather come down the aisle to Imperial March, the Imperial March, than you would come That's down again and D. So that got me thinking. Now, all of you guys in here are delightfully unmarried as of the airing air date of this episode. Um, who knows by the time someone listens. That's right. You never know. Um, Surprise wedding. So, <laughs> married at first sight. So what what I've got is I've got dice tonight, all right? You're going to roll the dice, and oh, if somebody no. else rolls the same number die that you do, you've got to marry them, all right? No. Wait. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, oh, no. I'm not financially ready. Nick and I both rolled threes. <laughs> this is awkward. We'll find you a state where it's okay, and then... Nick Barry. Um, no, so this is what we're going to do. That would be sad, Barry. As our... <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all sad, Barry's just thinking about it. Your kids are going to be ugly and, okay. and hairy. And adopted. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even think about all right, that. Let's get back on track here. Uh, so this is our one-question interview tonight that's taken 20 minutes to set up. Um, one-question interview is this. I want you to imagine your dream wedding. But you've got to geek it out, all right? You're oh, you're right. tasked with having a giant nerdy wedding, and, and 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 pick a theme and what song you 
are going to go down the aisle to. And this oh. works for guys and for girls. I've already right? yeah, I already have the song. <laughs> I already have the song that I want to walk into the reception. <laughs> to. No, 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 no. You're walking down the aisle, but you've got a nerdy, like straight up nerdy wedding ceremony. Jessica, your hand is raised. This is the one episode that Tori needs to listen to. Uh, that's right, Tori, who is uh, who has left us and gone on to the great beyond Broke of my heart. of New Jersey, who is now getting married and and is having a Hobbit. Themed lightly, a Hobbit classic themed. Really? Lord of the Rings. Wait, wedding. are they not wearing shoes? In which I'm a bridesmaid. Of. And no, no, there's going to be two the, receptions. No, no cosplay. No, no cosplay. cosplay. It's classy. But, uh, but it is a classy, lightly. It's a light motif. Are they? Is, are they going to? I just. I want to. Never mind. You okay. said no cosplay. So like, I want to see it just Sam and Rosie. Let's like, have a conversation about what we're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, this is your one question interview tonight. If you're geeking out your wedding, what song are you coming down the aisle to? Jackie, you have a head start, I guess, because you've been thinking about this since you were a whittle girl. A whittle girl. What What do you got? I want um, Zelda. Which All song? All the way. Um, well, obviously Zelda's lullaby as I walk down the That's aisle. That's awesome. As soon as you obviously. said Zelda, I'm like, the Zelda's Water lullaby. Well, it, it's either that or the Great Fairy Fountain theme, <laughs> but <laughs> I prefer. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, shoot, I'll go down to Druid Valley. Like, why not? Let's do this. <laughs> why not? But no, uh, Zelda's lullaby. So how far would you, in real life, how far would you be willing to take it? Uh, to like, would you dress up? Would you theme it? Oh, out? I wouldn't go that far. I would do subtle things like, because um, like I don't want to make it obnoxious. I don't want it to look too like gimmicky mm-hmm. because it's still a wedding, and I want there to be that. You wouldn't wear the Zelda dress. I wouldn't wear the Zelda dress. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd wear something else. I'd wear an actual wedding dress. Wear the Zelda dress, but make it all white so people think it's oh, a wedding that'd be dress. Cool. Uh, know, all right, all right. Now we're cooking. But um, like I would do things like the the tables to wear. Like maybe named and has like different like themes around because I'm also keeping. I want to sit at Octorock table. <laughs> like to, I would like to sit at Dodongo table. That's uh, closest to the. Buffet. Oh man, I got the jars table. <laughs> Everything's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Neff, your your nerdy geeky wedding experience. Oh well, my music would probably be the opening crawl music from Star Wars. Star Wars, Wars. okay. Because it's just it's good stuff. That, just, you, that you bam. like and your groomsmen walk into. No, no, like just or the, the wife walks just, into. This is this and is his moment. Bust through. Okay. His moment. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the walking because I just walk into the thunder. Ghostbuster scene. But the dan dan we're all the Ghostbusters like real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters trap with the fingers. And then the ring bear runs around like like Slimer and trips us all. Oh, there's this great thing to where it's like the groomsmen they'll wear like the superhero shirts underneath their tuxes, and then when they do pictures, the bridesmaids do like the little reveal thing through the the shirt like Superman does. Different um What if your wedding ring was the lantern ring dude okay, i've already <laughs> you know what i've already planned on that and it is <laughs> just it, like a regular wedding band but like there's an etching of the of the her, lantern already, on it already have it's, it's already, already happening it's he's already, already bought, it. bought it you bought it already <laughs> all right ladies I, I, I ladies that's yes one less thing <laughs> i was like i do <laughs> beware my power <laughs> jessica so I probably end up walking into the like the imperial march is a very real option. <laughs> pop, pop and circumstance. She is, she's no, dark. No, pop she's and dark. Circumstance hurts me too. To graduate so that's a, that's a little dark side, but I but I guess that kind of fits your your character. It fits very well. <laughs> now, now, would you go full Star Wars out? Would you? No, 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 okay. no, no, no lightsabers. Her, her poor husband. I mean, lightsabers. I'm okay with <laughs> lightsabers. Oh yeah, well, lightsabers. Yeah, but not you, Star you, Wars. You got, instead of the first dance, you're doing your first lightsaber battle. The first that, duel. Oh, that's a great is idea. Is that a thing that people do? <laughs> duel of Why the fates. <laughs> that's a great idea. That is a real. Really and then you have your videographer does a special effect it so it looks like you have oh, actual so lightsabers. Great. Yeah, I'm not mad at that idea. I need Are you kind of jealous that you didn't think of that? I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, well, I'm always on the she lookout for I want to renew my vows. Ex-Mrs. Talavera. 
no. This is definitely not the episode to have your wife listen yeah, to. Yeah, she doesn't no. listen. Claude just got hottie. You're looking for the That's next right. Xmas's Talavera. That's right. Steve-O. Um, see, I've put more thought about like the reception than the wedding. No, we're wedding. Stuff. No. So if I had to pick something off the top of my head, I would probably say if it's for me and my entrance, the Back to the Future theme. Are you sure it's not Canon ND? Not picking that up. Nick? The Minecraft music. No idea. Imperial March? Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Trek, Star Trek, that's you. The next generation. No, Voyager theme. Voyager. I know you. I know you, buddy. No, Michael Jake, you know Star Trek? Very cool. Well, let us know if you're feeling nerdy out there and you're maybe on on the verge of getting married, like our friend Blake, who got engaged the other day. Uh, Blake, who hosted us at the 3-in-1 Cafe for our Star Wars Rogue One party. Uh, congratulations to Blake and Cassie, who did get engaged this week. Uh, we appreciate them. So if you're looking for some nerdy ideas for your wedding or if you've got some dreams or if you did something that was really cool and nerdy, we'd love to hear about it, see pictures of it. You can connect with us and keep this conversation going. We are on all social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to connect with you, chat with you, and exchange some whimsical animated gifts with you. So, uh, and in fact, speaking of this, uh, let me just take a minute before we go on. And we've got our holiday special here happening. So we got plenty of time for our holiday magic that's happening but um it's been a great year we've we've enjoyed uh, the show uh, i looked back at our no is it, do they call it time hop anymore what is the it's uh, time, time hop. hop made me mad the, the year day. of uh, you know year ago pictures on my facebook mm-hmm. and uh, a year ago on today we saw star wars uh, the force done. awakens uh, with Neff and myself and Steven and Tori and the Nerd of God kid, Christian. So we, we had a good time. That was a year ago. So it's been it's been a really, really awesome year. And ever since our, our comeback from our uh, season hiatus, so in the summertime, uh, we've been joined by the twins and Nick. So I just want to say thank you so much and how much we appreciate you. I know our listeners love you guys and appreciate you guys. Uh, whether, whether they're laughing along with Neff News or... Uh, whether they're, uh, you know, saying, oh, wow, we wish we had girls on our nerd podcast show. <laughs> or even if they're just saying, wow, Steven is the worst. Or if love they're just Steven. Nick's mom. Whatever. Uh, our listeners love you guys and appreciate you for, for who you are, for what you bring to the conversations, for the liveliness, for the ministry. And uh, I just want to let you know, first and foremost, that I love and I appreciate you guys, too. So in my way of saying thank you guys for everything you've done this year, my way of saying Merry Christmas to you guys. And then I wish you guys the very, 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 very best because uh, having known you guys personally for uh, quite a while, um, I, I just I just know the quality of people you are. You guys are really, really top shelf, amazing quality people. You, you've done so much for our show, but you've done so much for me personally. And, uh, man, my life would not be the same without you, without any of you guys. Uh, but I, I want to give our listeners, I want to give the Nerd of God squad a chance to, to show you guys some love. So if you're out there and you're listening and you have a member of the show, a member of the Nerd of God cast crew that has um, really impressed you or inspired you or you've just kind of felt a little connection to, um, what we're asking you guys to do is to tweet to the Nerd of God cast crew. Now, a lot of times you, you will send, we, we have great conversations on our Twitter. Twitter page at Nerd of Godcast, uh, but I want to give our 
crew a chance to give you their personal Twitter handles so that they can uh, you guys can reach out with them and connect with them and maybe give them a little Christmas encouragement. So if there's something that you really appreciated about Neff or something that Nick did that made you laugh, uh, you know, I, I just think it's really nice. Most of the time people only ever hear feedback when they've done something wrong. So uh, I want to ask you. Uh, from from my heart to yours, to to reach out to these guys and and thank them. They don't get paid. None of us get paid to do this, <laughs> but they they volunteer their time. They volunteer their uh, their talents for for this ministry, and I, I greatly appreciate it. And they've we've traveled all across the state this year doing live events from uh, Okoe to Waimama, and uh, just having a really really great time reaching out and meeting new people. So they are really really awesome, and uh, a little encouragement goes a long way. So uh, Neff. How can we reach you on on the Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, I'm uh, at n e double f music. That's n e and then double spelled out and then f and then music. So n e d o u b l e f music. Yes. Uh, at the Twitter, Jackie. How can we get you on Twitter? How can we tweet how great you are? Mm-hmm. I am at Jackie Wilson zero twenty seven zero two seven. I thought you were a Jackie freaking Wilson. It's too long for me to put in for my Twitter. That's your Instagram. <laughs> That's my Instagram. That's Instagram. Instagram. So everything else that I can put that in is what I put that in. Yeah. Ja- so Jackie Wilson 027. Mm-hmm. Okay. J-A-C-K-I-E. Mm-hmm. W-I-L-S-O-N 027. Cool. Jess? My Twitter is northernbell87. It's like Southern Bell, but from the north with an <laughs> E at the end. 87. Very good. Steve-O? It's at it's that Steven, I-T-S. T-H-A-T-S-T-E-V-E-N. Oh, you spell it with a V. Yes, I spell it the right way. Not the way the Bible spells it. I spell it the phonetic way. Hmm. Stefan. That's right. Curry. Uh, it's that Stephen. And Nick? I am at N-W Sadler. S-A-D-L-E-R. Yeah. Super, super simple. I tried to encourage you to... Uh, to come up with something more creative when you came up with your PlayStation Network handle, and he just came back. He's like, yeah, it's going to be N.W. Sadler. Why not Nick the Engineer? (laughs) Is it raining? It's pouring. It is one week week before Christmas. It's been 85 degrees today. Maybe this is the cold front. And it's pouring rain. Maybe this will bring it. It's too hot for a Listen, I'm not complaining. We have friends in Indiana right now that are freezing their chestnuts off, all right? they they chose to live there. I I understand that. (laughs) A couple of them were called there, Jack. A couple of them just got married and didn't have another choice. So you know, whatever it might be, they're there and they're and they're freezing. And I'm glad that I'm not freezing. But Praise at the same God. time, it's a torrential downpour. It would be it'd be nice if it didn't feel like June today. Cloud burst. Um, so so connect with our Nerd of Godcast crew. Let them know that you love them, appreciate them. If you have an encouraging mm-hmm. animated gift, whatever you got, just uh, tell them that they're great because you know what, they are. Oh. You are. You're great. Uh, you guys, when it, when it comes to podcast crews, you guys may be the best crew ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. ever, ever, ever. ever. Speaking ever. of which, it's time for the best thing ever. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. The final round. I didn't vote. The final round. <laughs> Neff's face. The best thing yeah. ever. If it go. was Neff. one vote from tying or from winning, I hope it, it was. was. It was? It was one vote away. No, it was not. Uh, oh, it was, okay. But I will tell you. I'm absolutely stunned. Once again, um, I'm continuing to be impressed by how diverse our fan base is in the way that they vote. Uh, when it came down to Batman versus Batman Beyond, I couldn't believe that it, it came so close uh, one to the other. But this was our last uh, semifinal round uh, leading into a final round, and that is the winner of this would go to fight against Batman, the Batman. 
So the winner of this is going to go lose to Batman. <laughs> and the contest was between Daredevil and Iron Man. I want Daredevil to win. I haven't looked at it. I'm I would be very Iron excited. I would be very excited to to see either of these guys go up against Batman. It would be a wonderful, wonderful fight for the ages. But winning 70% to 30%. Oh, no. It's the Iron Man. Yeah. Wow. Called it. Yeah. yeah. Dang Iron it, Man. Listeners. You just messed goes. up a great fight. Well, I think we're still in for a great fight because Daredevil or Daredevil's awesome, and I'm a huge Daredevil fan, but Iron Man versus Batman is going to be pretty legendary. Now, you Batman versus Superman? Okay, that's fine. But would you pay to go see Batman versus Iron Man if they made it into a movie? Oh, if yeah. I was yeah. going to see Christian Bale versus Robert Downey Jr., like those two, I would, oh, the, I would see Ben Affleck versus yeah. Robert Downey Jr. I like that's true. Ben I, know. I just like Christian Bale. I would see George Clooney versus Robert Downey Jr. Oh, my gosh, that'd be great. <laughs> Whatever. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael. Yes. No, no, Adam West versus <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Well, Adam Michael West. Keaton and Robert Downey Jr., they don't fight against each other because that's when Spider-Man comes in. Oh. Uh-huh. oh. I just realized we didn't, we so, didn't save Val Kilmer. He's the one. Who sorry, Val. Val Kilmer, sorry, Iceman. That's what Val, you get for having t- drive through The only time Val Kilmer can come into a fight is if he's Doc Holliday. That's right. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, well, well, why Robert Downey Jr.? You look like someone just walked on your grave. Um, all right, so we got Iron Man has won the semifinal round, and that brings us to tonight, the final best thing ever of season two. The final round. This is the big one. This is for all of the Pringles. Can never just have one. It's Iron Man. Versus Batman. Mm. Predictions, thoughts. Batman. Well, in my in my in my in uh, my dreams. In my, in my dreams. Uh, it's always Robert. My bracket, Downey. my fantasy bracket. I had Batman versus Punisher. Okay. But, so I'm half right in the finalists, but I have Batman. Anybody who voted against Batman was just yeah. doomed I think, for I the think beginning. my final bracket was Batman and Daredevil. Okay. I think so. So that's why I really wanted to win because I've been awesome if like everything I said happened happened. Um. But I put Batman to win it all, and I like Batman. Batman over Iron Man. Yes. Okay. I think Batman's going to win. Why? Uh, a, because this seems to be how our voting goes. <laughs> Everybody just Batman. Iron Man, Batman is more popular. But I also think in a real fight, even though they're both geniuses, I think because Batman is so trained to think ahead rather than think in the moment that he would just get the one up on on Tony Stark. Like, figure a way to use an EMP just to turn off the Iron Man suit. Would Batman kill Tony Stark? No. Would Tony Stark kill Batman? Yes. Maybe. Mm. I think have, that I gives think Tony Stark an advantage. I think, well, I think it's, I think it's, it depends. Well, I think Tony Stark what? is also so on, reckless. Well, but I, I think if Batman was a killer, Tony Stark would kill Batman. But I don't think, ba- I don't think Tony Stark would just kill Batman just because they're in a fight. Well, also keeping in mind, like you said, Batman thinks ahead. So, like, he would study his enemy before like he would know he would learn everything that he can about his enemy psychologically like everything and so he would know what tony is capable of so like i love tony stark but he is pretty impulsive he doesn't usually plan things as much as batman does not to say that he doesn't plan because he does but uh i think batman would definitely win just because he's better at planning i mean what it's really going to come down to is who's better jarvis or alfred because they both kind of help them out. <laughs> well, Jarvis, Jarvis is kind of vision now. So. Yeah, Jarvis kind of became vision. Well, I'm also going and like comic book two. I think uh, it's coming down to Vision versus Alfred. Vision's kind of got a whole, you know, that whole. So the question is, is, could, is only Vision could Alfred is- lift the hammer of Thor? 
No, no, it's not important. <laughs> he totally could, though. <laughs> so, sweetie. Depends we, on which. We, uh, if you're watching oh, Gotham, Alfred, say, yeah. you know. Oh, oh no, not Gotham Alfred's the worst. Gotham Alfred's the worst. He's just like, yeah, beat that kid up. Yeah, he's such a jerk. I will not do it, Master Wayne. I will not do it. I will not do it. I will have to have I failed you. I failed you. I'm so sorry. I'm going to Florence. Oh, there you are. I'm happy. Uh, Michael Caine versus Ben. No. Uh, <laughs> Michael, Michael, wait, Michael Caine. Wait, Jaws the Revenge, Michael Caine? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to punch a hole in your armor. Michael Caine, and Jaws the, <laughs> Michael Caine and Jaws the Revenge can jump to the water and then the ne- and get out of the boat and be completely dry. I wish we could go one episode without bringing up Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> no, that's going to be our season three benchmark is always bringing up Jaws the Revenge. So we've, uh, we've got a great, great, great match. And, uh, you know, these things don't even necessarily have to be who would win in combat it's really just who's the best thing ever so if the question isn't who would win in a fight who's just better who's just better iron man or batman 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 has much more material he's he's got what like 20 years on on iron man something like that probably more about 30 25 yeah yeah so he's got a lot of extra stuff going into it but who's better batman batman he's got better stories iron man's better why is iron man better oh yeah why I want to know. Ever since we found out that you guys uh, have a relationship history, a romantic history, I feel like every off statement causes tension <laughs> that I'm very uncomfortable with. Uh, it makes it interesting better. for well, our listeners. Well, and I, th- this is that that have been going on since like the, when we met. I, I, I know, but now that it's open, I feel like you, now we were talking about it. it's part of the conversation now. Okay. I'm sorry, you said Iron Man. Yes, Iron Man, because I feel like Batman is too. He's too reserved. He's too held back. Like, yeah, he'll beat the crap out of you, but he's not going to kill you. Whereas Tony. Well, somehow, even though he's reckless, his calculations still pan out, hmm. and it's still exactly what he planned on anyway. Yeah, Batman uses like batarangs and you know stun things and smoke grenades, yeah, and Tony Stark shoots missiles and <laughs> repulsor blasts. But also, I mean, his mind works so quickly. So does and Batman. So he, they're both. They're, they're both, both the same. Look, things. when it comes down to it, they're, they're just gonna throw money at each other anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then Spidey's gonna be on the floor <laughs> to pick it up. <laughs> just throwing, <laughs> throwing Benjamins. Take some of that. Uh, all right. Here's well, my trust fund. Here's your trust fund. I think we're, what it's going to really have to come down to is the, what, what the, the squad says. So we're putting it out there. As, as soon as you hear this, it's going to be on Twitter. It's going to be Batman versus Iron Man in the final round of season two's yeah. best thing ever, ever, Who's ever. to watch some orphans fight. <laughs> some rich orphans. Oh, some rich orphans rich fight. Orphans. Throw in Annie. Annie wins it all. <laughs> Spider Man's Spider Man's an orphan. Annie gets hit. Batman's yeah. Annie. Are you okay? Spider Man well, and Annie okay, versus Annie? Batman and Iron Man. Spider-Man Amazing Spider Man. We don't know what happened to his parents. So once you guys get your votes out yeah, there, we will West. let you guys know who the winner is. We will be back in 2017 to let you know who will be the crown champion of best thing ever. And now it's time for Neff News. We got the paper ready and everything. Well, we weren't going to go into it, but Tony just saw him get so excited. He's like, okay, Neff News. Can you see this over there? You're not cheating me, are you? Come away, divine. Go for it, Neff. Is it a star? It is. Hey, Neff. You're a star. He's so lucky. While he's looking at his news, <laughs> he's a star. Oh is, is anybody else playing Super Mario Run? I no. played it. I no. played I it to its completion because I'm not spending ten dollars on it. Uh, <laughs> I so played I played the, first three the three levels and I'm done. I played it. I paid the ten dollars for it. It's a great game. Ten dollars to unlock the rest of the game. Ten dollars for the full game. 
There's um, never been a Mario game that is ten dollars. That's true. So you're you're getting a game. Well, I just, I just ten dollars seems like a lot for an iPhone th- app. There's but never how, been how ten dollars for a Pokemon game either. But how I'm many, still not going to pay ten dollars for it. Listen, have you gotten a n- more uh, worth value out of the Pokemon Go game that you didn't pay for? I mean, they've given you so much Fitness. game. So, but there's a lot of content <laughs> to it. I've gained weight since that game came out. <laughs> but it's not because of the game. Because no, I play I stopped, it while I stopped playing like after a month in. So I, I think it's a really fun game. I, I've enjoyed it. I was hoping that you guys have played it. So. <laughs> Neff just hurt himself. Neff. Was it your shin? It was like, and it was now, like, it was it was like Marty McFly in Back to the Future Part 2 and Mr. Strickland backs the chair into his hand and he has to make no noise. That's what Neff does. And he's like, and let's just start making faces with no sound. <laughs> and now, Neff Brews. <laughs> Brought to you by Pain. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Today's Hi, Neff. news is brought to you by Engravers MT. You got a tombstone? We've got the font for you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want on your tombstone? Engravers <laughs> MT. I just want Val Kilmer. <laughs> You want your tombstone to say Val Kilmer? <laughs> Batman lies here. Because he killed it. And here's your news and nerd culture this week. In movie toy news. What? what? You can now purchase a Turbo Man action figure. Wow. Turbo Man? A new, a new Kickstarter project has emerged promoting the beloved figure from the Schwarzenegger film Jingle All the Way. It's one of Steven's favorite that movies. That makes me so happy. I'm about which, to get hit. In which, <laughs> He's waving a, his arms around. In which Arnold, Ta-ta, turtle man. <laughs> in Sorry, which, you opened up my, my love floodgate. <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying earlier about snuggle buddies? <laughs> Steven and Turbo Man sitting in a tree. <laughs> Close that gate real quick. Close that gate real quick. So it's a flood game, man. Did I spell snuggling right? I don't even know. I'm so perturbed. (laughs) Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Sweet. So I'm jingle all the way. In which Arnold competes with other characters, one being played by the comic Sinbad, Sinbad, to find and purchase his son a very rare Turbo Man action figure. But they're going fast, so put that money down. Now! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you've seen the movie, if you haven't, I'm sorry. Those are my cookies. Put that cookie down. Oh, now. cookies. Get down. I get, miss Phil Harbour. Get to the shopping oh, mall. Oh, gonna give me this resume. Put <laughs> that cookie down <laughs> now. I love that movie so oh, much. Right. I remember you watched it like last year. It's like, that's so good, terrible. It is, it's but a it's so movie. it's so good. It's the best movie <laughs> Jake Lloyd has been in. When he's in the costume, he's Easy. doing this thing. Easy. Tell me I'm wrong. Easy. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. He's been in two. I know of. In anime news, anime what? Fan- <laughs> yeah, man. Miraculous. <laughs> no, it's not really. No, it's, it's simply fighting the best. you by moonlight. Mm-hmm. Anime news. In anime news, anime fans rejoice. Attack on Titan season two is coming April of 2017. Season two? Yeah, they yeah. show been out for like nine years. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but that was all season one. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's coming April of 2017 with Funimation getting the rights to the show. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited to see what Goku does when he finds out Naruto is on the One Piece ship with Yu-Gi-Oh. Kawaii. Any of our anime listeners you want just to kill really yeah. Like you just really made them mad. It's like, may the force be with you, Neff Dumbledore. <laughs> Has a picture of. May the force uh, be with you, Frodo. Patrick Stewart. Patrick <laughs> Stewart. In video game news, uh, Bamtech, a streaming subsidiary of MLB, that's the Major League Baseball. Advanced Media has reached a deal with Riot Games 
on the monetization and commercialization of League of Legends. It was reported that the deal cost fifty million dollars. Wait, wait. Can you when you do that? Can you touch your pinky to the side of your fifty million dollars? <clears throat> Finally, MLB is using their money on an entertaining sport. Hey. <laughs> hey. But you can't play it without their express written oh, permission. Yeah. yeah, and consent. And this has been Neff News. Have a great day and a blessed tomorrow. Thank you so much, Neff. And I like that you opened it with the Turbo Man bit because that, that has a Christmas vibe to it, so it's very appropriate for our Christmas Wait, episode. Steven is bouncing in his seat right I now. I love no, – no one ever talks about that movie. I quote that movie terrible. throughout the year. I know Throughout the do. year. I know. I'll look at our friend Mike and I'll just go, man, some sick world, the sick people in this world. Sick world, <laughs> sick, I can't remember the line now. It's okay. That bothers Everyone's me. Been sick world, living it. Sick people. That's the line. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, it's not a good movie. It's it, not. It makes Last Action Hero look like Macbeth. Last Action Hero is a great movie too. It makes it but makes Last, Last Action, Action Hero look like Godfather too. Maybe for Schwarzenegger movies, if you take out Terminator, that is his Godfather. Godfather too. Well, no, Total Recall. Total Recall is a great movie. Not a. It's all a dream. Not man. the Running Man. It's all a dream. I've never seen the Running Man. Not Predator. Total Recall. Commando. Is the Jam. How many Schwarzenegger movies can we name? Eraser. Twins. Garden Cop. Uh, the Sixth uh, Day. The Sixth. No. Yeah, the Sixth Day was awesome. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, what did you say? Uh, twins. Oh, twins. Cop, twins. Batman and Robin. <laughs> True Lies. Oh, 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 oh goodness. True Lies. Nice. Yeah. Freeze. Um, and what was the one that he was in with Stallone? <laughs> Were they like in a prison or something like that? Oh, I, uh, Expendables. No, no. Well, okay. <laughs> Expendables. Expendables. He was in Expendables, Expendables three. Was in it a uh, break? Break? I don't know. I'm surprised oh. nobody said Terminator. Terminator. Terminator well, two. Terminator Genesis. Terminator Genesis. Uh, so, because we're having the kind of a Christmas episode here, I wanted to play a little bit of a Christmas game today. Are Ooh. you guys feeling it? Yeah. All right, so this is what I need you guys to do, okay? Uh, we are going to give you guys a guess on something. This is a game called Christmas. By the numbers. Um, no. Uh oh. Math pending. Mm. So we are gonna <laughs> what if we're I'm gonna do Christmas by the pending. numbers. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you guys a Christmas fact, and I need you to fill in the blank with the number that you think best describes that fact. For instance, if I were to say uh, Santa Claus has this many reindeer, eight, nine, and we would say, oh, okay, wait, who's closest to the actual number? The actual number is. Nine, Nine, because yeah. he's got Rudolph also. He had Rudolph one time. It's, he still There's has. A whole, he's the only one with a song. Oh. And it names all the other reindeer in the song. Come on, guys. He helped them the one, one time. Listen. They just they he use that to sell the story movie? people like you when you're useful. A great movie. Listen, I have I have I a like a, so I have much. a tire iron and a jack in the back of my van. I've only used it one time, but I still have it. But would you count that tire iron as part of your tires? That was a stupid analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I am tired of your jokes. Hey. Hey, Dave, guys, let's get they're around re- this. Did that one fall a little flat? <laughs> they're, really, they're really jacked up. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love tired. Tired. You drop me lug nuts sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Donut go there. Uh, Spare me. Uh, uh, oh, uh, welcome to the Punderdome, kids. Uh, this is wonderful. <laughs> All right, so this is Christmas by the numbers, and uh, what I want to give you guys a chance to do is just give me the number, and we will tell you who is the closest, who's closest is the winniest. Um, all right. So all together, uh, you guys know the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on the first day of Christmas, oh, no. my true love gave to me, etc. And then the second day, there's two presents. On the third day, there's three presents. And we go on to the 12 days. So how many presents in total would be given on the 12 days of Christmas? Neff. Uh, like throughout all 12 days? Throughout all 12 days. Oh, you got to uh, go quick. Uh, 
Gift and I was like, it's 12 drummers drumming. And like three people were like, no, it's not. I'm like, listen, I know that episode of The Office. It is 12 drummers drumming. That was a beautiful moment. Very good. Well, let's moment. let's drum on with this game. How much will the average American spend on gifts at Christmas in dollars and cents? How much will the average American spend on gifts at Christmas in dollars and cents? Today's time. We'll start with Jackie. 400. Okay, 400 even. 600. 600. Very good. I'm poor. <laughs> $2. $4.50. I have $2. $4.50? $926. Wow. That's a lot of money, Steve. He just did his birthday. I'll also say $900, so I've up to $926. So something like that. $401. $400. Really? Really enough? I he really knows how to play the game. Ba, 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 it's not the, <laughs> this ba, is ba, right. Ba, ba, um, actual retail price? Five hundred ninety-four dollars and eighty cents. Point goes to Jessica. What did you Marketing say? six hundred. Oh, nice. All right. The Spangler Candy Company manufactures candy canes. What? How many candy canes do they make every single day? Mm-hmm. How many candy canes does the Spangler Candy Company make each day? We'll start with Jessica. One million. One million candy canes. Uh. 20 million. 20 million candy canes. I feel like you guys are way getting ahead of that. (laughs) I'll say a day, 4,927. 4,927. Would you mind telling me how you know that so precisely? Because. because Nope, don't care. (laughs) Uh, 4.5 million. Four and a half million. Well, dang, if it's in the millions, I'm way off. (laughs) Yes, you are. I don't know how big this company is. Five million. Five million. Can I change my answer? I don't know. Can I say four million? You may Nine, say... 927,000? Sure. Okay. Um, what, what was your answer, Nick? 20 million. What was yours? One. One million. Uh, closest to the winner is Jessica. 2.7 million Pretty candy frack. canes. Nice. Every year. What? I'm glad I changed my answer. Wait, <laughs> is she? Wait, wait. What, 1.7? Who said 4 million? I said 4,927,000. Doesn't that make him closer? No. 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 2.7 is five, right? 2.7 is closer to 4, four no, million. No. That's not. That's Listen, 1.3. he didn't say 4 million. I said 4,900,000. Yeah. Oh. How much would you say? So you said 4.5. So you are you are uh, 1.7 away, and she's like 1.5 away, something like that. Anyway, it's, it's her. Math was, is hard. My math she's was 1. correct. Away. Don't ever question me in front of the children now. I'm the not a child. non-Santa Claus believing children whose lives you ruined. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, total... Uh, Oh, I did that one already. Uh, the percentage of Americans surveyed who would rather have a gift card than another type of gift. What percentage of Americans would rather have a gift card than a traditional gift? Snick. 
56. 56. Steven. 37. 37. 27. 27. 57. 57. <laughs> 80. 87. 80. She said 87. Very good. Uh, actual <laughs> number is 59%. Oh, one! I got one! <laughs> Nick. Stole it from Nick. She said, on you. <laughs> Not all Americans celebrate Christmas. What percentage of Americans do? Steven. I would say 83%. 83, high number. Uh, 68%. 68. 69. 69. Crack it out of here. <laughs> Go home. Say 70 to spite him. 72. 72. Or just surround me. 75. 75. Actual number is 92. Steve wow. gets wow. the point. Yeah, because even people that don't that don't believe in Jesus celebrate Christmas. That's right. Yeah. 92% of Americans celebrate Christmas. How does that number change when you leave America and go worldwide? Around the world, what percentage of people celebrate Christmas? Neff? Uh, 48%. Jackie? 35. Jess? Um, 26. 26. 27. <laughs> oh, Ooh, Settler. She's burning holes. 28. 28. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick ain't getting anything. Nick's like, I hate you Sorry, all. Nicholas. I was going to say 38. Like Actual number is 45%. That's a 48, point. right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's pretty close. That's yeah, pretty good. That's three off. All right. They, until last year, they had an attraction at Disney, uh, at the oh, Hollywood yeah. Studios, called the Osborne Family Christmas Lights, where they had just, I don't even know the number, crazy stupid number of lights. I mean, just it was a whole entire city block covered, covered, covered from top to bottom with uh, little LED dancing Christmas lights. Really, really amazing. How many man hours of labor did it take? And they would start setting these things up in September. How many man hours total did it take to set up the Osborne family Christmas lights at Disney? Jackie. 600. 600 man hours. Jessica. Wait, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie I've, doesn't realize. I've made a huge mistake. Error. Too late now. <laughs> mm. What have I done? Oh, that's so bad. I'm done. 2,000. 2,000. Nick. He's like really deep in thought, but I want to know what he's calculating. What like what could you possibly be trying to figure? What factors are going to your brain? Well, if there's 24 hours in a day and they started setting up in September, I mean, come on, there's only. And so also, many how hours. many people are they setting up with? How, yeah, how many man hours? Uh, he's stalling. 1,500. 1,500. Stephen. Uh, I'm also gonna say 25,000. 25,000. Yes. Okay. That's so many. I'm gonna go 2,400. 2,400. It's like three years. <laughs> Yeah, well, for one person. <laughs> the actual number of man hours that it takes to set up the Osborne family Christmas lights is 20,000 hours. What's up, players? Steven. That's a lot. Wow. Circle gets the square. Okay. I knew it was a I'm lot. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I've heard <laughs> that <crazy>. before. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll give, we'll give two more. Christmas time is a time where there's, a, you know, you usually hear about these presents that are like the big thing that are in demand that people want. They're really hard to find. Turbo Man. What, tur like Turbo Man. Exactly. Uh, this year, what's the big thing this year? Is it the NES Classic? I no, mean, it's, what's. It's the Hatchables. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, Hatch- yes, Hatchimals. Yeah, yeah. Hatchimals. So kids are crazy about them, and they're really hard to what find. What the crap is a Hatchimal? They hatch. Exactly. It's, it's like a Lunchables? <laughs> like, are you hatching a no, mole? Hatch a bull. Like, it's a hatch- hatching wait, wait, wait. animal. Hatching a mole? Like a, like a, like a furry little mole. No, no, I know what a mole is. They don't, <laughs> they don't hatch. They don't do, they're they're mammals. I want to make a little, like a... No, I got you. You're. That's I was bo- making fun of his noise. That's why I asked no. him. I was like, what was it again? I got you, but moles don't hatch. I know, but that's what I thought I said Hatchimal. No like whack a mole. They're no longer Hatchimal. It's like the Matrix. See? They're no longer born. Could you guacamole? I guess so. It sounds like it'd be messy. It, it guacamole. Uh, you, can, you can hold a mole. Okay, so back mole, in 1996, mole, 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 mole. in 1996, there was a uh, a toy craze in the holiday season. Does anybody remember what the toy was? I was Fermi. Fermi. It was the Tickle oh, Me Elmo. Elmo. Tickle Me Elmo. No, that was 1998. Elmo was super, super popular. According to the internet... Um, there was a record high price paid for Tickle Me Elmo at the height of its popularity in Denver. One was sold on the aftermarket for how much money, Jessica? $500. $500. The princess, unicorn princess. I'm not a unicorn. The office. Oh, yeah. I'm a piece oh, You looked la, at la, me, country. and I was like, Something what? wrong with it? She's no, it's even better horn. than I hoped. My horn can pierce the sky. $2,000. dollars Okay, Steven. $1,500. $1,500. $7,000. Holy cow. I was going to say $5,000. $5,000? parents are crazy. Parents are crazy. They'll do it, man. Okay. The price reported to have been paid for a Tickle Me Elmo in Denver, Colorado in 1996 was... Seven thousand one hundred dollars. Good Neff-ry. job, Neff. Good job, Neff. And now that kid that tickles me. <laughs> now that kid is in their mid twenties. And how much do you think they sold that Elmo for at a garage sale? They threw it away because they dropped it in the away. toilet. Fourteen dollars right. and a DVD case. I think we still have my tickle me Elmo or they somewhere. Gave it to a girl like in my mom's house. Wasn't there an Elmo that would like sit on you the toilet and like, do this? Yes, it's a potty I wish one. more than anything if I could have a holiday wish <laughs> that everybody could see the little motion that you just did. It was <laughs> it was like a cross between one of uh, to- Tommy Boys, one of uh, Matt Matt Far Matt Chris Farley's. Characters no. when you're living in a van down <laughs> by, by the, the river, river. <laughs> and Chubby Checker doing the twist, it was delightful. Uh, last one, I cracked my back doing that just now. Um, good, right? uh, I already did that one, okay. <sighs> so, I guess that was the last one. <laughs> and this has been Charisma's uh, by the numbers. <laughs> it sounds like you said char- like a charismatic Christmas. It's a charismas adding <laughs> syllables just like a good charismatic pastor would. <laughs> <laughs> you just slam it sure. down. Neff is having like a good legit tantrum or not. Um, I have four more games. Yay! But what about time? Oh no! Oh no! What and I... we are not going to play no. any of them. Aww. So everyone say goodbye to pick five. Go- goodbye, pick no. five. Everyone say goodbye to karaoke. Oh. Everyone say goodbye to family feud. Oh. Okay. And everyone say goodbye to Christmas trivia. Let's just do one. Let's no, let's do one. Of them. You want to hear? Okay, Tris- Christmas Cause, trivia. Cause Christmas trivia we oh, can't do any do other show one. let's right. do that one that's true well I'll, I'll hit you with each with a christmas trivia question if you get it right you get respect yes respect jackie yes in the song jingle bells what kind of sleigh is it one horse open sleigh i think that's correct mm-hmm. <laughs> not unlike the quiz i sent to nev there are no answers on this <laughs> 
<laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Or the fears we go, laughing all the way. Keep going. Bells on bobtail ring. Making sure. Bells on what? Bobtail. What's a bobtail? A bobtail of a horse. Bob who? Bob's Bob's tail. Hey. All right. It's terrible, Bob. What? Um, what Christmas operetta song, written by Victor Herbert in 1903, describes a land for boys and girls? Dang, I was going to say YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> YMCA well, it is fun to stay there. <laughs> that is not correct. What Christmas operetta song, written by Victor Herbert in 1903, describes a land for boys and girls? Jackie. I don't know. I have a guess. What is it? Toyland? I think it's Toyland. Oh. Toyland, Toyland. Toy I haven't heard that boy song. Girl. Yeah. So I girl haven't did heard it, wait, hold on. Can I pause? Movie? Did anybody here see the Drew Barrymore Keanu Reeves? No. no. You talk Babes in so Toyland? No. That's oh, the only reason why you it's know that. All, all of it is on YouTube, and it's terribly fantastic. I've never heard that song. Oh, it's so cheesy. Is that a criteria for you like Shitty Shitty Bang Bang? Is that a Christmas movie? What do you mean? No, I just Like it has to be terribly fantastic. No, no, no. No, 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 no. But I watched this as a child. I prefer The Matrix over Chitty Chitty I mean, Bang Bang. You get to see Bang Bang and Babes in Toyland is like. You get to see Keanu Wait, Reeves. There's not a flying this car movie. in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Am I mistaken? Is that the only difference? I don't know. I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Hey, Chitty now Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. There was wow, there, that was one of those movies that came in the big Disney clamshell on VHS, and I never I never got it. I never rented that, and I never rented um, Hot Lead and Cold Feet or the Apple Dumpling Gang. Sorry, I'm a poorer person for it. Um. These are the worst trivia questions ever. So let's get in, let's play another game. game could be what worse. song goes a rumpa pum pum? Little drummer boy. Little drummer boy. Little drummer boy. In We Three Kings, they were following a star. The star. The lyrics say it's a song of wonder. Star of night. In which direction was this song leading them? I should know this because we played this at my concert. West. It was leading yeah. west. Why is it from the east? Not unlike yeah. Michael W. Newborn Smith King saying, King. "Go west, young man." See, I just know that from the Lecrae. Uh, Lecrae does like a free talk. Some wise men from the east came. So, John Marks wrote and Brenda Lee sung the 1960 song "Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree." Sorry, I feel like I need to. John Marks wrote and Brenda Lee sung 1960s "Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree." That was my Casey Kasem. Can you <laughs> Please. On with the countdown. And now, on with the countdown. Batman. Zoink, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Let's go back to the Batcave. Bobby Newport. Um, so, <laughs> Bobby Newport. In Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, where did they all rock around the tree? At a Christmas, Christmas party hop. Party I think you're exactly right. <laughs> what are the only two reindeers mentioned in the lyrics of Here Comes Santa Claus? Blitzen and... Yep. Sure. They yes, rhyme. It Why is. not? Brixen and Blitzen and all his reindeer. Oh. I'll take Jessica's word for it. She's smart. In 1940. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey! There's the one, the one that I've done today. <laughs> Maybe two. For now. <laughs> Maybe two. It's, it's the fourth. <laughs> which Christmas song? Yeah. Which Christmas song goes Giddy App, Giddy App, Giddy App, It's Grand? Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. No, it's not. A sleigh bell ride. Lovely sleigh ride together with you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
That was Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin Medley. This song is often called Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, but that's not its real title. What is it? Winter Wonderland. Snipping at your nose. I don't know. What's the real title? Merry Christmas. Nope. Well, it's been said many times, many ways. Yes, no. Merry Christmas. I think it's just the Christmas song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a Christmas song. Why didn't you get the answers on the bottom? No. Number 23. Could you please read that one for us, Neff? Is Santa real? <laughs> I think he said, oh, what? I said, can you, please, oh, oh, is I that said, can real? you read this? Not can you take a hit of helium? <laughs> please. Neff, number 23, please. What color of Christmas does Elvis Presley have? <laughs> Gray, because color- Elvis Presley was colorblind. Leopard skin, because <laughs> I've been to Graceland. Rhinestone. <laughs> Rhinestone. I'll have a blue. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> 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 now I'm sad again. <laughs> Neff is going to have a blue Christmas. I need extra nog this Christmas. Um, speaking of extra nog, in... In a holly jolly Christmas, the lyrics tell us to have a cup of what? Cheer. 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 Have a cup of cheer. Cup of the laundry detergent. <laughs> have oh, a cup oh of cheer. Golly, have a cup of wake up in the morning. Or you will have a Have a cup of cheer. Take a shot of joy. Oh, oh my golly, have a holly jolly Christmas. In the song. In the song, Jolly Old St. Nicholas, at what time does it say that Santa will come down the chimney and fill the stockings hanging in a row? Night. 12 o'clock? Midnight, right? Nighttime. It's dark. Isn't it just exactly <laughs> at 12 o'clock? I thought so. He'll be coming. Is that the right song? He'll I don't think so. It's the holiday season. Holiday season. do A degree dark. It's just a No, that's not what it is. It's like down my west. No. That's not how it goes. It's a hickory dock. Don't forget to hang up your sock because just around 12 o'clock he'll be coming down the chimney now. There are no three blind mice and they don't run up the clock. I've told you this before. It's not dickory dock. It's a whoop-dee-doo. No, that's a nursery A dickory dock. Three blind mice. No, that's not how it goes. Don't forget to hang up a sock. Because just around 12 o'clock. Because just exactly at 12 o'clock. I always thought he said just about. Little Jack Warner. He's guesstimating. Santa Claus is on a rough schedule. Dude, if you're delivering Christmas presents to 92% of the people in America and 45% of the people around the world, you got to keep a pretty tight schedule. And waistline. What was the weather like that on Christmas Eve when Rudolph had to guide the way? Not clear. Fog. But <laughs> foggy. It was, fog. it was like pea soup out there. Foggy, foggy Nelson. Nelson. Foggy, foggy Nelson. Nelson. Oh, foggy Santa Nelson. Can't say. 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 <laughs> foggy Nelson is precious. Rough with your nose red. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Wait, wait, isn't John Favreau Foggy Nelson? Uh, John Favreau was Foggy Nelson, but then he became Happy Hogan. Oh yeah. But then he became Happy Hogan. Brother. Brother. <laughs> uh, dang the- <laughs> it! Just as I just did so good. Five. Bells on Bob Till ring. Six. I did not do it six times. We're going to play it twice. I'll re edit it in there. Uh, all right, well, that's, that's been. That's not fair. That's been Christmas trivia. Um, it's Christmas time, you guys. Are you seriously Christmas excited? time is here. I'm happiness and cheer. I love Christmas time. I love it so much. It always takes. It, it, now that I, as I get older, it takes a little while for it to kind of warm up on me a little bit. Can you cool like, down on you? 
no, because it's 85 degrees and raining outside. But I, I love Christmas time. Like, I get excited about it. And when we start hanging up the, the stuff in the, the, our tree, when I set out my Charlie Brown Christmas action figures, I really get into it. When we start watching the Christmas movies, I really, really, really get into it. So we are right now seven days away from Christmas Day. But well, less by the time people hear this. So, so what are you what are you looking forward to most on Christmas, Jackie? You're you're going to be working on Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, working that retail, mm-hmm. keeping people. You know, because somebody so you get holiday got, pay on Christmas. I do, um, and yes. somebody's got to listen. When you need uh, some various sundry items on Christmas Day, you're glad for the store that mm-hmm. is open, the the odd store. So, thank you for making people's holiday dreams come true. Um, Aside from you working on Christmas, what are you most excited about for for Christmas, for the season, for the festivities? Spending time with my family on Christmas Eve. Yeah, nice. Nick, what are are you thinking? You're going home, Mm -hmm. driving back to Perry. Yep. What do you guys do on Christmas? Is there a garbage bag filled with not rolls (laughs) involved? No, but there are rolls. There are rolls. What kind of rolls? Not rolls. I don't know. Just spending time with family. Cool. Cool. What do you guys do? Uh open presents in the morning on Christmas and then later in the evening we go over to my aunt and uncle's house mm. to have Christmas dinner. Now it's a stressful day for me. I'm having a real hard time rationalizing this because Christmas is on a Sunday this year. Yeah. So you want to wake up and you want to, you know, do all the Christmas things that you do, you know, open presents and play with toys and all those kind of things, but you've also got to kind of simultaneously be getting ready for church. Especially if that's your job. Especially if, yeah, especially if you, your your job is to be there. Uh, what? How does does that mess you up? Does that it does it excite you that church is uh, on a Christmas day, or or does it like, man, maybe we should just cancel church? A lot of a lot of churches cancel service on Christmas morning. Yeah, the the face that you're making. Christmas is the whole reason we have a church. <laughs> but but you know I'm not mad at people that want to you know make it a day for family and things like that. But um, for me. Uh, I, I think that it's not weird to have church on Christmas. Does that mess anybody else up? Since I'm over the nursery ministry, I'm worried because worried I don't know what to expect. Oh, for Christmas Day? Yes. Yeah, because there could be, like, nobody here? Or there could be everybody or here. Or there could be everybody here. So I joked with our children's pastor. I was like, can we just be, like, pull, like, the inn and just can't, like, close the nursery? Be like, there's no room for babies today. No room today. for babies today. In in honor of Jesus' birth. <laughs> you close the nursery. You're going to have to find a stable for your child. <laughs> somewhere. To this, this morning, <laughs> this lady came in, and she had a baby. Uh, the service had just started, and she had a baby, but the baby was full of poop. The baby had a diaper that was just heavy. Uh, it was great with, with dung. And she went to go and bring the baby into the, the, the changing room in the ladies' room. And she the, somebody was in there. Because mm-hmm. uh, we have kind of like the the private stall. And that's where the baby changing table is. But sometimes people don't go in there to change babies. Sometimes people go in there to rest a little extra because it's private. It's like a room that you can go in and stink up. And you got a little modicum of nobody's in a mess with you. And uh, you know what I'm talking about. And so so this lady's got a dirty diaper on her baby, and what is she supposed to do? So I say, come with me, ma'am. And we go to the men's room, and I made everybody get out of the men's room. And I marched her into the private room in the men's room, let her change her baby's diaper. And I stood there, stood guard. I'm like, you can't. Bathroom's closed, folks. Sorry. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, there were there was a line to change diapers. Listen, today. I don't know what the deal was, man. A week before Christmas, and all of a sudden, every baby's just got to make. I don't mm-hmm. even know what's happening. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, dude, that that's gonna be crazy because you never know. I remember, was it? It wasn't Christmas Day. It might have been Christmas Eve when church was on Christmas Eve. Do you remember when Chris came to church in a full Santa Claus costume? <laughs> no, I think that was Christmas Day. Was it Christmas Day? Two thousand ten was the last time Christmas was on. And Christmas he came. Day. It was in a full on Santa Claus costume. 
It was 2009. Yeah, but either yeah. way. No, it was a, it wasn't, I don't know if it was Santa Claus, but he had a sweater who have, uh, oh, no, no, that was a Jesus that was on it, it said birthday boy. Birthday boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, no. But he wore that on Christmas. It, yeah, it was the year before that he came in a full on Santa Claus yeah, costume. I think it was hard because because our church, except for this year, because Christmas is on Sunday, every year we have a Christmas Eve service. That's so right. one time he came dressed as Santa Claus. And it's like, okay, well. And now he's right your brother in law. And now he's my brother in law. He married my sister. So good, good, good for you birthday boy uh <laughs> what do you what do you guys do in, in the neff house what's your what's a christmas tradition that you look forward to maybe you and your mom you and your brothers uh you got two little brothers well we usually just get up uh get our presents and then uh we go over to my uh the neff side of the family for breakfast and stuff <clears throat> or lunch now it'll be lunch because my grandpa he goes to church too okay so. We'll both be going to church. <laughs> so we'll see you after church for breakfast. You can still have breakfast for lunch, Grandpa. We, we have brunch. Yeah, yes. Okay. And then um, my grandpa makes some banging biscuits and gravy. What time are we eating? <laughs> yeah, right? I'll be a neff for a day. He's the real deal. Because he's from, he's from the old old country up in Pennsylvania. <laughs> the old country. Old country he's from. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, those Amish folk, they don't play. They'll make you some brekkie. Back in the old country. But, um, They'll raise a barn and cook you some biscuits. <laughs> But um, and then after that, we usually hang out at the house for a bit, and then go over to my uh, mom's side of the family, and we have dinner there and exchange gifts. Does anybody have to do that where you have to go to like two different houses for Christmas? Not, Not really. Kind of a pain. Wait till you guys get married. That's yeah. I was like, oh, always, man. always um, an interesting negotiation. It's not like two different houses for me. Uh, this year is probably going to be different because Christmas being on Sunday, I'm going to leave in the morning and go to church. But because my sister is married and has three kids. We'll do like I'll wake up usually on Christmas and, you know, be with my mom and we'll open presents and stuff like that. Just me and my mom and her boyfriend. And then we'll take our presents for my sister and her kids and my brother in law and go to their house. So it's like it's a two house thing, but we only travel to one. Gotcha. So Gotcha, gotcha. Um do you do you guys do you guys still I don't know you some of you guys still live with, with your moms. Um does mom still do you get like Santa Claus presents? No, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I, my mom might do it on one just because tradition, but like. So not this really. is this is my question, and I found that there's two kinds of people in this world: people for whom Santa wraps the presents, and people for whom Santa does not wrap the presents. Growing up, did Santa wrap the presents in your house? Yes. Yes, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Santa presents came with wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Oh, my oh. mom did. My mom did a half. She had some all, came. All without. of them got wrapped, but they were marked with from Santa. From Santa. Yeah. Some were marked from Santa. Now, from in, in my house, family. Santa didn't wrap the paper, so he must have known that. For, for as for me and my house, we don't want any extra steps between us and you know the, the, the toys, for, the GI Joes or whatnot. When I was growing up, I went to bed with tree full of wrapped presents and I'd wake up in the morning with more wrapped presents and a couple unwrapped presents so like whatever my big present would be or some small presents we would just be unwrapped the things that were hard to wrap like a bike or something yeah. like that I'm, yeah, yeah. Well, stick a bow <laughs> that's on a funny story they one make year for that now. when I was like eight or nine I got a bike for Christmas and I really wanted the bike and that's all I wanted so I opened up all my presents and I'm, I'm happy but I didn't get my bike so I'm sitting there I'm like you know I had a good Christmas I'm not gonna get upset about not getting a bike it's okay and my How old dad, are you? I was like eight or nine okay. and my dad's like I might even been 10. My dad's like, oh, we left your sister, one of your sister's presents in the closet, in our closet. Can you go get it? So I go in there and I open the closet. I'm looking around and I cannot find this present for my sister. And I'm looking over that because I'm just looking for a big wrap present. And I go, dad, I can't find the present. And my dad's like, 
what? And he walks in there, and I'm like in the closet, leaning on my bike, looking around for this present. And my dad's like, "What are you? What are you leaning on?" And I look like, "Oh, it's a bike." But I just, I was so focused on finding her present who, that I looked. Past show of that hands, bike. real quick. Who has a hard time picturing that scenario happening? Nope. I don't. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Very funny. That's I was great. a child. Was, was I was a child. <laughs> it was kind of like your Red Rider BB gun moment. Yeah, yeah I, was I want a bike. You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. And then, and then they finally gave it to him at the end. What was uh? What's a good Christmas memory that you guys have? A cool present, something that you got that was like, oh, that was an amazing time. It wasn't. It's not so much like a present. It was more so a tradition that we did with um uh, with my house. So. All of us, like the grandkids, aunts and uncles, we'd all go over to my grandparents' house for Christmas Eve. And we would have, like, the presents underneath the tree. And as little kids, my grandpa would give all of us girls, because it was all girls, um, these giant candy canes. And he's like, all right, kids, these are for you. And we're like, all right, cool, these are <laughs> I like, appreciate candy- you did the voice there. <laughs> like, like, all right, Here's like, some candy canes, they're for you. Here's some candy canes. Is your grandpa Tom Carvel? I don't even remember. Okay. <laughs> but um, so like we would we would be having Here's fun. Here's a fudgy the whale. There's um, we would eat the food and we'd have like these giant candy canes that are as big as our arms, and uh, full disclosure, her arms are not very big. <laughs> no, they're not. But like they're really big candy canes. They're not like the ones you stick on the tree. Sure, they're sure, huge. Sure. These would bend the tree right over. Exactly. Okay. Um, and so we would be playing, talking or whatever, and then suddenly we would hear a um a knock on the door because um yeah um back up before then because sorry it's been a while um reverse reverse reverse. uh so we had the tradition of reading the night before christmas so one of my uncles or my dad would start reading it so is this still christmas eve it's still christmas eve we'd read the night before christmas and we'd be sitting on their lap and stuff and then suddenly there's a knock on the door and we're like what's this and one of my uncles or my grandpa would come in dressed as santa claus we didn't know it was them we thought it was legit santa claus coming to visit us with like a bag with one toy for each of the kids gotcha and so for the longest time, I was like, yeah, guys, Santa visited my house. Like, yeah. I've met him. My parents I, got him on reservation. Like, I know, I know you don't believe, advance. but I know him. I know him. <laughs> and then one, the following, like, the years, like, leading up to where I found out Santa wasn't real, I was like, he smells like my uncle. Mm. That's a weird, a weird <laughs> phrase. Like Santa, smells like my uncle. Santa smells like my uncle. Um, I remember my dad when we it was the early 80s we got a video camera and he set up the video camera to trap Santa Claus he wanted to have video evidence of Santa mm-hmm. Claus delivering the presents so he set it up and then on Christmas morning we got to watch the tape of Santa coming in and he was ho 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 and he would like he kept like turning and looking and putting his lips finger to, up to his lips and going shh <laughs> like over and over and over again oh my gosh. really bizarre like really kind of uncomfortable because he knew the camera was there but listen I'm a little He's kid magic, yeah okay. Santa, he, hey look he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake so um, so your little home security system is not you know not catching him off guard Santa uh, I see the video I see the evidence that he came into the house. The cookies have been eaten, and the presents are there. So in my mind, I, I mean, I have all the evidence we need. I, I'm ready to make a conviction, Your Honor. Santa Claus, he came to my house. I saw him. I watched that video. And uh, then later on that year, I was in the garage, and I find a Santa Claus costume. And I'm going, oh, no. Oh, no, this can't be. This can't be. And I, I worked it out. I think I was in first grade. I think I worked the whole thing out in my mind. But... I was a pretty smart first grader, and I realized I get presents that are under the tree, the wrapped presents in my house. And then Christmas morning, unwrapped presents show up from Santa. So if I stick with this whole Santa thing, oh my gosh, I still run the risk of getting double presents. 
So <laughs> Santa it was until about seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> really? And my mom was wow. like, you really still... Be- I think my mom thought that I just was a stupid kid. <laughs> yeah, mom, uh, I believe. Uh, how else do the presents get under the tree? I don't... <laughs> I, re- I remember one time I got into an argument with a kid uh, about Santa Claus being real, and I just started making up facts about about why I knew Santa Claus was real. I think I said... Fact. The black bear is the best bear. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, you know what? Last year, my parents didn't have any money for Christmas, so they had zero dollars. So I wasn't supposed to have a Christmas when Santa came and gave me all my Christmas presents. Like I was like, I use that, and the kids like that's that makes sense. Like the kid, like, I I brought Your him around. Sound. <laughs> that kid is somewhere out there going, I'm broke, I'm poor, but Santa's gonna come through for me. Uh-huh. Uh, fact, I remember I rode on the back of Santa Claus's motorcycle one year. <laughs> He smelled of cigarettes. He smelled like Jackie's <laughs> uncle. Uh, for me, uh, it was always leading up to Christmas. My family, my immediate family, my dad, my mom, me and my two brothers would decorate the Christmas tree. We still do, but we used to go out to this farm in uh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been out there. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's there's got a little a- town outside of Orlando called Christmas, Florida, and there's really nothing there. Except for this little Christmas tree farm. But this place is really cool. It's got a little shop where you can buy like little wooden ornaments and stuff. And the kettle corn they make out there. And the boiled peanuts. Oh my goodness, dude. Forget it. But we've been going there since I was a little kid. So we go there every year. They had a a maze, a petting zoo. Mm -hmm. Now they got like a zip line. Yeah. And like a big bouncy bubble. The big bouncy thing. It's in the ground. It's like a moonwalk. Oh, it's so cool. But, um, we used to we all we always get our tree from there. That's cool. We used to chop it down, and now we uh, well this year we just bought one that was already pre chopped, but we always decorate it. We have a whole bunch of ornaments that we keep in the garage. That's cool. We break them out, and we all each get to put ours up. Do you guys use like uh, ball ornaments on your Christmas tree, or do you use like fancy little funky little ornaments? Or I don't have a, a Christmas tree anymore. But we, when we did, we you had don't a put a Christmas tree up. Not no. even a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It's a little it's a little fake Christmas tree. It's pre lit, but they don't put any. They have like three ornaments on oh, it. Humbug, Steve. My sister took all the ornaments with her. Humbug. It's it's we have like I have, I know in my family we have a bunch of weird like they're all figurine type deals. Like I even have one that's like it's a Harry Potter one, and like you put the light into the cauldron to make it look like it's lit up, <laughs> like it's actually boiling. So it's the the birth of Christ, but you put a uh, symbol of pagan worship on there, and then throw also, some some witchcraft. Into I also it. have a Winnie the Pooh one and a Star Wars one. <laughs> So no, it, we need all, to, it all kind of works I'll out. I'll have a poo <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. We about you. Tina. Christopher Robin. <laughs> oh, bother. You know, I was going to do that one, but, you know, I figured oh, that might be a little too much. Oh, little, oh a little too much? That would have been, been one too many? <laughs> that would have been a little too long. We wouldn't want to drag the game out. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I'll have a two-hour game. Uh... <laughs> When we we have Christmas ornaments on our, our tree, and uh, when when I first when Christian was first born, when someone was first born, we didn't have a whole lot in the way of um, money because I was a youth pastor uh, back then. <clears throat> was as yeah. opposed to now. As opposed to now, when you are a youth pastor, back now. But uh, we we got our, our Christmas tree, and uh, my mom took us to Cracker Barrel, and my mom bought us some ornaments for the tree for him. So I picked out these ornaments that I thought, like when you have a baby, you don't know what kind of person your baby's going to be. Is he going to be a, a a sports ball kid? Is he going to be, you know, what what kind of person is he going to be? I don't know. So I guess I got ornaments kind of thinking, what would he like? What will he be like? I don't know. So w- every year we've gotten more and more ornaments that kind of 
maybe a little reflection of the year. If a movie comes out that year, if there's something particular special that happens, we'll try to encapsulate whatever year it is. So add to it. Our tree right now, my wife has a problem with Christmas ornaments. Uh, I think that to her, they are crack because every year about 30 new ornaments show up that I can't explain. Nick, you were there yes. when we were putting up our Christmas tree. And I'm like, what the crap? Where did these ornaments come from? Like, these aren't even Christmas ornaments. You have a box of, like, Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin ornaments. You have, like, Fourth of July ornaments. You have, like, <laughs> Valentine's Day ornaments. What kind of wh – who are you? And she's like, if we have too many ornaments, maybe we just need another tree. <laughs> another? I'm, like, I'm like, what's your game, time. woman? What's your game? So so when, when Christian was first born, we, these were the ornaments That's that I picked out for idea. him. Yeah, shut up. Do not encourage her. <laughs> or you get a bigger tree, get a 15-foot tall tree. 15-foot tall tree. I, I, I told want... her just to put another little tree off to the side. That's right. Yeah. Nick, you're not helping. <laughs> or you cut off, you put a portal, have two trees. The ornament that I got for Christian when he was when he was first born, his first Christmas, he was born in, in like August, July. July 24th. <laughs> July. It was like August. <laughs> he was born it was in, almost August. That was a week from August. He was born in, in, in July. And uh, so so Christmas, he was six months old. And the ornaments that I got for him, shut up, I know my son's birthday. <laughs> what year was he born? What year was this? I don't know, like 90-something. Um, <laughs> We got it. I got him Clifford the Big Red Dog. I got him Big Bird. Uh, I got him Raphael the Ninja Turtle. I got him Spider Man and Captain America and right. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Those were the or ornaments that I got that I thought, okay, this is going to be the kind of kid my son is going to be. And you know what? You were right. Spot Nailed on. it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, so. He spoke that into existence. He is I did. his father's son. He is. He is. Uh, I am his father. Uh, so it was a really good time. We had we love we love decorate the tree. We put on Christmas vacation and Charlie Brown Christmas and and it, what what Christmas shows, what Christmas specials, what Christmas movies do you guys is your must watch movie? Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. It yes. was on, oh, that was on TV uh, today. We were at lunch at Beth's Burger Bar and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was on. I love that movie it, so much. That is a fun movie. Mm -hmm. Is, is it a Christmas movie? Or yes, it, it's could that both. Be, I'll say it's, it's both. both. I watch it all year like round. Like Die Hard so it is a Christmas matter. movie and an action movie. Yes, it is a Christmas movie. Well, no, and Die Hard action. is a Christmas movie. It takes place at Christmas time. It Die is, Hard is a Christmas, Christmas movie. I was going to say. Three is a Christmas I was going to say it's a. Die Hard three isn't a Christmas movie. Oh, Die Hard. It's Harry Potter Christmas, Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas and they play it on the AMC ABC's Family uh, Twenty Five Days of Christmas. Why do you, you, you are really taking family. advantage of my uh, chill about Harry Potter? No, I was no 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 no. I said, you, you got my man over here got got like ornaments, Harry Potter ornaments. You are referencing it every single episode. No, no, no. I was just saying because she said Iron Man three is a Christmas movie. Next person who says Harry Potter is off the show for season. And three. I was just saying that episode, that show, new contest, that movie has a Christmas scene in it, and they play it on ABC's like Twenty Five Days of Christmas. But it's not a Christmas. So here's a game. Hey, if you want to be on the show, you got to trick somebody into saying Harry Potter. It's not ABC. Family. Oh, Tony's off the show. Yep. <laughs> Good night, everybody. And that's the end it's, of our rating. Free form. So we're uh, what 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 movies what movies do you guys is it like your must watch Christmas movie Nightmare Before Christmas for Jackie mm -hmm. Neff Doctor Seuss is How the Grinch Stole Christmas live action or animated? yeah that one uh, yeah <laughs> which one <laughs> yes that <laughs> one yeah why not sure <laughs> all of them I watched them at the same time technical the animated one is just called How the Grinch Stole Christmas the live action one is called Doctor Seuss is How the Grinch Stole Christmas which really? the animated so one the is live fifty years old this year. is the one that really I like. that's yes. cool very good Jim Carrey nailed it yes <laughs> flawless Michael almost, Myers is Cat in the Hat uh, not so much. So nah, Jessica, Christmas movie that you love. Mm, it's a Wonderful Life. 
Oh, very nice. That reminds me, we watched uh, on Amazon the Batman Christmas episode oh. from Batman the Animated Series. Oh, and that was the whole thing is Robin wanted Batman to watch It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> is that is that the the one where it not opens up, but doesn't the Joker sing the... Uh, Jingle Bells, Batman, Batman smells, smells, Robin lays an egg, yeah. Every time Robin laid an egg. Every Stop. time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Uh, well, it reminds me of, oh, of, of oh. some Campbell soup. Clarence. 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 Um, and there was, is that the one you used to always try to get me to watch? Yeah. Because, like, three hours. No, that's Birth of a Nation. What, yeah, like Birth of a Nation. What, the moon? <laughs> tie a lasso around it. We, uh, we used to always, back in the day, when they would have the TV, the holiday specials would come on TV. And we we would get the, the schedule for that. And we'd be like, okay, Charlie Brown Christmas is coming on, you know, this day on this channel. So we would always tune in. And they would have that, like, the special animation would come on and you go oh yeah it's gonna be good and then they would play like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas or the, the Peanuts Charlie Brown Christmas or all the, the, the different shows Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer I love the, stop, the old stop motion like those. Santa yeah. Claus is coming to town yeah, yeah, Rudolph yeah, the Red Nose yeah. the year without, the year without Santa, Santa Claus, Claus. Yeah. I have I have uh, Amazon Prime and I saw they had the Frosty the Snowman on there so I was like yeah I'm gonna watch it turns out it was a sequel and oh. I was like, with Jack Frost? Yeah, no. It was just like, it was a 25 minute one that I watched and don't remember a second of it. And I watched it like a week ago. Hmm. It was, just, it was, it was terrible. And you watched all 25 minutes of it? I was, I was not paying attention. Wait, if you, if you don't remember what happened, how do you know Jack Frost isn't in it? I, he might have been. I wasn't paying attention. I just know Frosty was there and the kids remembered who he was. I think Jack Frost wasn't in it, now that you say it. How did he come know. back? I don't know. Jack Frost? I don't know. It's Jack a, it's a talking it, snowman. Wasn't that the one where it's like, it was the, it was obviously the animation. His but wife. Like, Didn't have a they they wife? were trying to like get rid of the snow. There was like that little spray thing with the snow. I don't and, know. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I remember realizing Jeff Goldblum's in it. <laughs> I don't know. I remember. No, Jeff this came Goldblum's out like the seventies. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was like a child. John Travolta. Blah blah blah. That's how it blah. starts with the ooh. It's and so ah. weird. It's a talk. Snowman. Snowing. Whoa. 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 I don't know. Uh, I uh, but no, I love those stop motion. Stop motion movies. Yeah, those uh, the, and I love when the, in the movie Elf, which is one of my favorite like, uh, modern Christmas classic. Oh, yeah. I love when he's leaving the North Pole and he sees the little claymation stop motion mm. animal. I'm like that. That's perfect. Bye, buddy. Hope Bye. you find your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elf is Elf is a modern Christmas classic. Oh yeah, it is for me for holiday specials. It's especially the last couple of years. Doctor Who Christmas specials. Yeah. Oh, I've yet to see a one of them. Darn good. Does yeah. David Tennant have any of the Christmas yeah. ones? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I think I'm actually, no, I actually know. I lied. I've seen some of them. Yeah, they, um, I, I got uh, really good. Sheena's aunt. Um, I pulled her name in our Christmas drawing. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this before Christmas. Um, pulled her name in the Christmas drawing, and I got her a whole Doctor Who kit. So she's got a, a TARDIS plush blanket, um, the box set that has all of the Doctor Who Christmas specials on DVD plus a uh, sonic screwdriver and then I'm going to get her um, tickets to see the theatrical release of this year's oh, Doctor Who yeah. Christmas special because they're, nice. they're putting There's, it up on the big you screen. You didn't get her Doctor Who bed sheets? I, I was going to but I was openly <laughs> ridiculed so about that at Thanksgiving dinner. I know I was there. Thanks so much. One of my favorite uh, Doctor Who specials is one where uh, he, he's trying to win the heart over this old this old man who's like trapped like some somebody's heir or something. He's just a bad guy. He's, it's like Scrooge. He's a Scrooge character. Oh, he's a bad yeah. guy. Those he, mean he's a bad guy. And what he does is he travels back in time and meets the young him and turns out he was in love his the Scrooge guy was in love with a girl, but she got sick and she like passed away. That's why he became an old angry man because he was bitter towards that. And so what the doctor did was he froze the the woman and then every Christmas 
that one day she would come out and have that one day to spend with him and that would be like her time because she had such a limited amount of time it was really nice it was really sad but it was sweet hmm. so it was bittersweet but it was that's one of my favorite Doctor Who episodes of all time wow who wrote it do you know it's probably I don't know it might be um, Vince Gilligan Moffat but I don't know I don't know if they have special writers for their Christmas specials yeah or I don't not. know I don't know but it, as far as I know, it was Moffat, but it might have been someone else. Cool, 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 cool. Surprising. Sometimes you get those really poignant, oh, yeah. heartstring plucking mm-hmm. episodes of Goodness, Doctor Who. Yes. Well, the new the new ones coming out with the superhero. Yeah. That one's written by a different guy. <clears throat> okay, so Who's you do know the that they have new people. Well, writing. in this one for sure. Yeah, I love Christmas. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Christmas. I love um I love all the the I mean the Santa Claus ho 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 jingle bell. Oh yeah, Santa Claus. Uh, I watched that one the other day. It's on Netflix. Uh, I remember the Dudley Moore Santa Claus the movie. I think John Lithgow was in it too. It's been a long time since I've seen it. <laughs> um, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Did you guys ever watch the um the Jonathan Taylor Thomas I'll Be Home for Christmas? Yes. Oh, it was I, good. It was good. It was yeah. surprisingly quirky. I liked it. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I remember the commercials for where he's like running with the other Santa Clauses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He ends up like I. That's not a bad. I like some of these bad Christmas. Oh, jiggle all the way. I like jiggle all the way so bad. I like I like both Home Alones. Actually, I like the first three. The fourth one's not that good. I don't Home like Alone. the third one. I don't. Like, I don't like the third one or the fourth one. I like the first two. They made one? a fourth one. Yeah, I didn't see the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it exists, bad. but I see the fourth one. Yeah. Third one wasn't terrible. A Culkinless Home Alone is a soulless. Well, they Home wrote yeah. the, like during the production of Home Alone Two: Lost in New York, John Hughes started writing a third movie. That was going to take place a couple years later and have it like uh, Kevin as a teenager. Why write a third movie? He didn't even write a second movie. He, they just did the same movie a second zero, time in New York. The second movie. John Hughes like gets my teenage soul. He gets it. He, like he, he captured he, it and he gets to keep it. <laughs> yes. Or like and he, he gets it, it out like he understands. every Christmas <laughs> just for that one day. Yeah, I love Christmas traditions. I love all that kind of stuff, man. Uh, church has is, is become a huge part of what we do at Christmas time. Uh, we always have a Christmas Eve service uh, here. This year, we're having a Christmas Day service because it's Sunday, um, and and I just love that. I, of all the Christmas traditions that we have as a family. I really want to pass on to my son the ones that are the, the ones that honor Jesus. Um, some people get super, super sensitive about like, oh, we shouldn't even talk about Santa Claus because Jesus is the reason for the season. I mean, I like having fun. I'm not trying to be – as much as we talk about, you know, Captain Kirk and, and Gandalf, uh, we can have a little Santa Claus fun too. I mean, we'll indulge a little fantasy. But, uh, yeah, you know, God gets all the honor and God gets all the glory. Christmas is really a, a, an incredible time for, for believers because – we we were lost and we were in the darkness. It's it's all about light coming into the darkness, and um, that, that's a pretty incredible incredible thing. Um, what what's what's your faith story uh, at this time of year? What's your what, what's your faith journey like when when your your relationship with God and and how you see how how Christmas encourages you from a uh, your walk your discipleship perspective? Well, I mean, I like to think of it because. Christmas falls near the end of the year, so you start to kind of think of, like, what the next year is going to bring, and, like, it's the ending of this year, but that doesn't mean that everything has to end. There could be new beginnings, and so I kind of, like, examine where I've come from. Like, usually I'll write something to myself at the beginning of the year to kind of, like, this is where I'm at, and let's see where I go. That's cool. Um, And just kind of looking back and see how God has provided for me throughout the year and how I've been able to grow in him and what more can happen. That's super awesome. That's super, super cool. What a a neat way to do that. What what about you guys? Because, you know, if you're not deliberate, if you're not intentional with your faith, um, you know, there's no autopilot on your walk with God. If you don't if you don't steer it, you're going to you're going to steer off course. I always like to think of Christmas time as like 
not like a renewal, but it always reminds me that God could have sent Jesus as a 30 year old man, uh, just plop him down here, let him do his thing. But that because he came as a baby, mm-hmm. he was able to live the life that we lived. You know, he was able to go through some of the same struggles that we go Jesus through. Jesus went through puberty. Yeah. And, I mean, it happened 2,000 years ago in a different part of the world, but Jesus still lived a life. Yeah. And Holy God, holy man. And the, the fact that we celebrate, yeah. that we celebrate, even though it probably wasn't at Christmas time or anything like that, but the fact that we choose this time to celebrate just reminds me that, that God always had a plan and that Jesus coming as a baby was a miracle in and of itself to set up the man who would, you know, come you know, complete all these different miracles and signs that ultimately just to save us that that gift ended up being the greatest gift of all time. And it is so cool because like nobody would have expected that. Nobody would have expected the king to come as a baby. Like who would have ever thought that, uh, that, okay, yeah, God is going to come, but he, you know, phenomenal cosmic power, itty bitty living space, you know, like how that's the way that God is going to reveal salvation to the world in a dirty, rotten manger out in some backwoods, hick middle Eastern country. 2000 years ago in the middle of Roman occupation that like when he's going to be hunted as a, as a baby. Yeah. Nobody would have ever thought that, you know, and it's so interesting that, okay, God has chosen the, the littlest, the most insignificant and the most, the least likely thing to do the most amazing thing. And that's encouraging to me because sometimes, sometimes I feel like the least likely one to do the things that I'm doing. I find it interesting that like in that dark, dirty place that that's where you find salvation. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way a lot of people end up finding salvation is when they're in that darkest, dirtiest place in their lives. And they find that's when they find Jesus. And it's not that Jesus is up on some cloud saying, you know, you crawl out of that muck and you make it up here to me and we'll talk. Right. He, he's there with them in the in the dirt, in the mire. He, he, he is with us in, in our darkness, bringing us light. Yeah, that's a that's a powerful point, man. Jess, you haven't always Christmas has not always been part of your story. No. Um, and I was thinking back on Christmas memories and stuff and I realized I didn't have that many because of my being raised as Jehovah's Witness. Um They don't so, celebrate Christmas? No, they don't celebrate nothing. They don't, don't celebrate, celebrate, celebrate birthdays, Easter, nothing. They celebrate when the watchtower comes out. <laughs> they celebrate the memorial. Um so for me, Christmas has always been more about like Growing up, we got some presents, but it was very sporadic hmm. uh, when it came to Christmas because sometimes my parents would allow family members to get as gifts and sometimes they wouldn't. So it was more about um, giving to others and showing that side of Christmas. Um, so we would get rid of toys and, um, and we'd go give them to the Salvation Army every year. Hmm. And I remember going and actually my mom had met someone who was receiving presents and so we actually went to their apartment. Oh wow! And and went there, and you know, he, the little boy who was showing us all these toys, and he had gotten them all used, and they had already been played with and stuff like that. But he was so happy and so proud that he had had these toys. That's cool. And he had his own room, and it was a really rundown apartment. But he was so proud of it because it was it was he had his own room, and he was just so happy, and it was Christmas time, and he was looking forward to it. That's neat. That's neat. It's and it's cool how God can can shine through those circumstances, even when you say, okay, this isn't typical or traditional, but but just the goodness. And and that's that's it. I mean, when when we're at Christmas time, I mean, it sounds so trite. It sounds so cliche when you say peace on earth and and goodwill towards men. You know, which which is something that we try to live by. What can I do? What can I do to make Earth a little more peaceful right now? And and what can I do to show goodwill towards other people? And I know that's out of the context of what the scripture actually means in that. That there, you know, the the true translation of it is more along the lines of peace on earth, you know, uh, goodwill towards those who God favors. But that's but what can we do? 
at, at Christmas time to, to let the light of Jesus shine through us, to shine in the dark places, to show love to a kid that doesn't have anything, to, to show care to someone who feels lost and alone. And this is a lonely time of year for people. This is a time where people hurt and people, you know, they, they become painfully aware of, of loneliness. And, and that's tough. What can we do to be there for them? I mean, the answer is going to be different, I think, for, for you as it is for me. It's going to be different for the listeners in the, in the squad out there. But where you're at and, and wherever God has planted you, you are perfectly positioned to make an impact. You're perfectly placed and you're divinely called by God to shine a light. And if you feel like you don't have any light to shine, if you feel like this year has just pulled you like taffy and, and left you with, with nothing left in the tank— the good news is, is that for us to be the light of the world doesn't mean that we have to somehow manufacture enthusiasm or fake it till we make it. All we have to do, in the words of, of Firefly, is stay shiny. Because if we're, if we're turned towards him, we're going to reflect his light. Uh, shining is all up to him. Uh, being luminous is, is all on him. And, and it's our job, it's our call to reflect that to a generation that is absolutely overcome with darkness. It's our time. Our, our time, time down here. That's right. Thank you, mouth. <laughs> so, final thoughts? Uh, not really a final thought, but this is just my favorite scripture when it comes to the birth of Jesus. Yeah, man. And I just love it. it. It's uh, Isaiah 9, 6. Mm-hmm. That's, for unto, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Yeah, that's the good stuff, man. That's tasty. Um, I always go back, and I know it's so cliche, but lights, please. And there were in the same field shepherds watching their vlog by night. You, you, you made something similar to that years ago with yeah, your son with when Christian. he was like three, and he was I, five. And I did, five. I did, I did these storybook graphics. I did a video that looked like it was like oh, yeah. a, a flannel graph kind of mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. And I had Christian narrate it. But you, it I think cute. you had him like because you couldn't have him say the whole thing at one time. Yeah, I read, you could have him do like a couple sentences line but, by line. But there was like I for the longest time, and it wasn't like a bad thing because I loved it. Was I would always read it in the way he said it. Yeah. So like because there was one time where like he got really excited for one. He's like, and there were in the same country in the city of David, and he got like really. <laughs> excited for the city of David and I would always read it that way it's so cute. and that's what Christmas is all about uh, can you post that somewhere yeah I'll put it somewhere uh, I love my son your son doesn't have Facebook put it on Facebook that's right I haven't seen that it's, I'll it's find it somewhere great. it's, it's super ago. cute it's, it's, been, it's, it's, it's from a while back mm-hmm. it was like it was like almost 10 years ago it was nine, yeah, it was oh, yeah, nine no, years ago yeah that's three or five years before Good stuff, man. I love Christmas so, 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 so stupid, stinking much. And, uh, you know, we talk about all the Christmas traditions that we have, whether it's decorating, whether it's food and family, or the way we open presents, wrapped, unwrapped, the way we give and serve to other people, um, the things that we do at church. It, it seems that we uh, have kind of stumbled onto an accidental tradition of our own, uh, not something that we designed necessarily, but something that definitely landed in our lap. Uh, I mentioned that a year ago we went and saw the movie uh, The Force Awakens and uh, this past week we went out to the 3 and one Cafe and we did a Rogue One special yeah. and uh, Rogue One was, uh, I guess maybe we have a, like a new tradition that's like Star Wars movie is our new Christmas tradition well, at least for the next like 3 to 4 years uh, Yeah. Um, so we did, we saw Rogue One Jackie did not see it with us I saw she's like removing the headphones like uh, la, 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 la. Right. Well, she can't hear us without them. <laughs> um, so do we want to? Uh, 
do last last year we did an episode right after we saw it and we we spoiled the heck out of the movie. Um, I I'm going to say for Jackie's sake, we're I would like to get a, a brief review of the movie from those of you who saw it, but um, spoiler free. So no spoilers. Well, if, I was gonna say, like, I can, if you I can spoil something, I'm going to throw something at well, you. Well, there's not a whole lot you can spoil. I mean, there is some, but it's okay. Jackie, leave. Yes, yeah, so I can do that. <laughs> I can go get Jessica's present. Oh, go get Jessica. Yeah, go get Jessica's present. Hey. So Scott Higa, the Christian nerd, texted me the yes. other day <laughs> for like we were texting for like an hour, and he was asking me, "So what'd you think?" And we we had a long contest, a little conversation rather. We had a long conversation about uh, the the movie. And, um, and, and man, I've been seeing it on social media. I'm trying to withhold my opinion too, too, too much on social media because I don't, I just don't, so many people, if you just say like, it was, it was okay. People jump on you like, shut up. It was the greatest Star Wars movie that's ever been made. Jenner. So blah. I've seen people like, even today it's like, I'm crying because of the end of Rogue One. Hashtag I am with the force and the force is with me. Like several people are like, this movie made me cry so hard. Yeah, and and that's fine if you had a, a reaction to it or if you if you felt connected to the characters. I that's, cried. That's good. I did not. I, mean, I didn't think it was the greatest <laughs> thing, but I, the reason I cried is because uh, we're are we in spoiler zone. Yeah, spo- spoiler alert, guys. We're going to talk about Rogue One for the next few minutes. Should we so. give them a like? A, uh, we're going to talk about Rogue One for the next few minutes. So if you want, we love you. Sign off here. We'll, we're we're only talking about Rogue One from here out. <laughs> Uh, at the end, when when they finally get the when they get the plans and put them up into the signal, it kind of made me tear up a little bit because I'm like, man, that's the point from like the whole rest of the Star Wars movies like takes off. That's like where the story starts. Well, the whole the whole pitch for Rogue One was the opening text crawl from A New Hope. Yeah. When it was the the, the Jedi, the Rebels, rather, the Rebels have just won their first battle against the evil Empire, and, you know, the spies have gotten the plans to their Death Star, and that's the whole point. That's Rogue One. That's the whole movie. Yeah. And when it, So when I saw that, it was just like, that event, or that specifically, I don't know why that specifically made me like tear up but I guess it's just because it's a phenomenon I mean like Star Wars is probably one of the biggest pop culture events ever so that being the point that like really drove the original trilogy that started off the the whole rest of the tril- the original trilogy which led to the prequels and then episode 7 is just huge like that so it kind of like took me like kind of sucked in the whole moment and just to just let it settle yeah but you know there might be a cart before the horse aspect to it because you're talking about it driving the original trilogy i think it connects to the original trilogy trilogy it does not drive there yeah. there's very little changes about our our understanding or appreciation not not nothing but very little changes. It does not drive. Do not get confused. Just because it's out in front does not mean it's it's being pushed. Well, then yeah, I mean, if maybe the key in the ignition. Then. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I think I understand what you're saying, but I want you to I want you to be careful about the way you're verbalizing because to me, I don't think it does not move the trilogy. It explains. It fills in some gaps. It's 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 good Star Wars grout, but there's no cornerstone here. 
in my opinion. There, there were questions that I didn't know that I had. Like, oh, yeah, I just kind of assumed, okay, they left an exhaust port open. That's what we're going to exploit. I love that they explained, no, that was on purpose. That, yeah, was, that was, was cool. That was designed that, was a, that way. A good explanation, and I, I appreciated how they did that. It was so a neat a neat thing. I was like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. I, even the way that the movie ended, you know, the way that it spoon-fed right into episode four, it was cool. But it doesn't change episode four. It doesn't drive, it doesn't affect episode four. It just kind of fills in some neat little gaps yeah. for us. I mean, if, if you don't have this movie sans the, oh, this is the reason why the Death Star was so easy to destroy, it doesn't really, like, if you don't have this movie, it doesn't change one bit the new a new hope and, and people have been putting on social media the, this is a big one today and I had to resist the urge to respond because I just words that oh yeah this one's better than Empire mm. okay now you say mm, but uh, these were not stupid people that were saying that they were intelligent people that were saying this is better than Empire um, I respectfully disagree and, and I'll tell you why because the characters in this movie albeit they did not have three movies to have an arc to develop themselves over um, an empire in a new hope Leia is pretty much Leia at the beginning and pretty much Leia at the end although without as much of a grudge against Han Solo but in empire their whole relationship shifts and changes over the course of the movie Luke's whole outlook on things shifts and changes kind of over the course of the movie not maybe for the better uh, but there's there's dynamic and there's growth in some of the different characters there's uh, movement forward in the story. There's there's risks that are being taken with the plot. Rogue One was fine, but Generoso is pretty much Generoso from the beginning to the end, except for hey, we can't pull together as a team. Except for now, let's just pull together as a team. It, it was it was very systematic, I think, in the way that they okay, we're all here together, so let's work together. We're a team now. And it wasn't. And I'm not saying it wasn't a bad movie. I really, really no, no, enjoyed it. No, it was very enjoyable. I, it, I mean, I would definitely rank it in maybe my top five Star Wars movies. But at the same time, there wasn't really any characters that I necessarily cared about. Really, they because were cool characters. They were cool characters, yeah. but the fact that most of them I don't know their names, and I know where this movie's going to end off based on the fact that it's basically a quick prequel to Episode Four. I'm not expecting to see many of these characters again. No, you so you don't give they, me you don't give me they a chance. all die. Ex- yeah. Well, I know I mean, that. I'm saying that was my mentality going into it. Yeah. I'm not expecting to see most of these characters yeah. uh, unless. And this is what I thought. That this is what I thought they were going to do, and I'm glad they didn't do it. Was that we're going to see old Jyn Erso in Episode Eight? Yeah. As Ray's mom, that's uh, what I thought. I didn't. I was hoping. And there was also. Really a, I didn't hear about this till afterwards, and I'm glad I didn't hear about this afterwards. There was a rumor that they were going to have Jenner so turn out to be Princess Leia in disguise with a fake name at the end of the movie. That sounds awful. Her name's Padme. Padme <laughs> Urso. Actually, her name is Lars. Yeah, that's so dumb. Um, and, and now, now you talk about Princess Leia. She shows up in the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin shows up in the movie. Okay. And I think the Scorpion King cool. was in there too. I'm not I'm not totally mad at Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, I am. I was I didn't know. I didn't know that he was CG. I thought they'd got to look like Are you that. for real? Are you kidding me? Nobody's face is like that. It totally I, I totally like, could tell he, see- he looked like he he looked like Jim Carrey from A Christmas Carol. That's I didn't know. I, I thought he looked I I, <laughs> I legit thought it was just a look alike no. that they had Nobody looks like Peter Cushing. I Cushin thought he at least was a stand-in and they just superimposed the CG over. Uh, well, that's probably, what, that's they probably did. what they did. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like that guy's dead. I was talking with my my cousin Steven and he was saying that uh, he's he said 
they could have at least made him a hologram. Yes. Just yeah. have him. Just I think have I saw that. And I was like, that was a, that and it would, Okay, brilliant. well, that would have taken care of it because then you kind of overlook the it doesn't quite look right. Yeah, and you can just have Grand Moff Tarkin be calling the shots for sure. where He doesn't need to be there. Right. Grand Moff Tarkin had more screen time in this movie as a dead guy than he did for the entire yeah. original trilogy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And even with Leia. They didn't have to show her. No, they didn't. Really I thought weird. they were just going to show her from. We knew who it was. You could have put R two next to her in case somebody couldn't connect the dots. Whatever Leia you needed. It was automatic. Do. I was like, oh, that is just. Awful. And here, like, and that's one thing. <laughs> and not trying. I just that bothered me. But one thing that they really drove in this movie, which was kind of cheesy, but I didn't hate it, was that hope was a recurring. Uh, like theme the entire movie like we need hope we need hope and at the end when they're like you know what is the you know what is this later shows it's hope and I'm like oh that's kind of cool because the next movie is a new hope hope. like that's like I didn't even think about that till today I like it because the 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 empire is the empire Um, although with much more orange color scheme in their vehicle design. Where did all the orange color? The ATATs had big orange panels on it. They had these orange tanks. They had the the, the well, imperial those the shuttles ones. that had like orange underbellies. It's for safety. Lots of orange in this movie. They safety shifted orange. shifted gears real quick. Well, They're the like, you know what? We don't have a beach planet anymore, so let's get rid of the tropical scheme. But <laughs> the one, the empire is the empire. But we see the rebellion as being not very heroic, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Let's give up, throw in the flag, and, or let's kill. Let's let's. Just, we're going to be assassins. We're going to kill people. We're going to do all the underhanded, dirty things. Well, so you don't see a her- you don't see a heroic side of this rebellion. Yeah. So I like the idea, and and I contrasted that with how we see the rebellion in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, the the idea of the way that Luke wanted to be part of the rebellion so bad. Because he wanted he, excitement. He fantasized about, like, oh, I want to go. And, you know, Big's got to go to the... But, you know, we're going to go... I want to go be part of the rebellion. And and we see this whole idea of we're going to go fight against evil and we're going to go do all these right things. We've only ever seen the rebellion through the eyes of a star-crossed teenager before. And we never got to see the dirty, nasty underbelly. And, you know, if you've if you've ever been a kid and, and gone into an industry that you love and that you admire so much. I mean, I remember being a kid and coming to work at church and thinking, this is church. This is where all the good things happen. And then you see how the sausage is made, and sometimes it's not very pretty. And you go, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. This, ooh, they're... <laughs> so you, you, you kind of get that idea sometimes that okay, the rebellion might not be great because what's it run by? It's run by fear. It's run by whatever it is. But this really does shift the emphasis of why are we fighting because we have hope. And uh, it's cool. So, so who's your favorite character oh uh what's his name that krs1 what's his name the robot krs1 the robot k2 k2 so k2 k2 is awesome k2 was alan tudyk fantastic i like because at first i didn't like him i was like oh because i I thought that at one point he was gonna turn on him i was because just the way he acted i thought something was gonna happen where he like was gonna remember all like have an iron giant moment yeah 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 no he was great but he when he didn't and he actually like sacrificed himself i was like Oh, I'm yeah. glad they didn't turn it. Yeah, I like he was, his sarcasm was greatly appreciated. I liked yeah. K2. Uh, he was pro- his of all the characters that died in that movie. His death meant the most to me. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like man, like everybody else, everybody dies, mm-hmm. everybody dies. But of all of them, I'm like, oh man, yeah, especially because how he did it. He's like, just make sure it happens. Boom. Yeah. Like, and he's yeah. like, goodbye. Yeah, yes. the, he knew it was happening. So the, 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 break pi- the, doors the pilot just blew up randomly. And the the old Asian the Asian fellows uh, uh, Donnie Yen do, yeah cheer it and uh, yeah they, Donnie Yen is so cool they they died you um, you, you know what I loved about his character the dude because he's obviously force sensitive or at least we're led to believe he is and he kicks butt without a lightsaber which mm-hmm. tells you that Yoda doesn't need a lightsaber you don't need he's force a hopeful lightsaber. I don't know if he's force sensitive or not. he just I will, believes he, I think he because, believes I mean, but he feels the force at, I mean he's a guardian of the temple. 
which I saw He's that was like of Jeddah. What? The, wa- huh? the well. Guardian of what? The, wait, the, the journals. Temple of the wills. The journals. No, the crystals. The, the, the wills. The wills. Which was it? Temple of the wills. The yeah. original. The original script was called uh, Luke Starkiller and the and the Temple of the wills. No, no, no. no. Uh, like from that. Told you're thinking from Indiana the, Jones. From the story. It was of the, the wills. The ju- from the journal of the wills. Journal of the wills. And Saga One, the Star Wars. The Star Wars original title was from the Journey of the Wills. The wills being the ones that, from when you read the long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and the text crawl at the beginning, would have been what the wills had written. We're reading their story about the Star Wars. Oh, so, but that's that, interesting. But that's done because the last two wills died in this movie. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, wills. You're, were they supposed to be wills? Yeah, I thought they were yeah, protectors, guardians, guardians. Oh. Yeah, so. which I thought Jedi. was interesting. I was, I, I saw the, te- uh, I saw the planet name. I was like. So is that where the Jedi come from? Yeah. <laughs> With Jedi. And Owambi. I was like, well, is Jedi want. mean of the Jedi? Didn't they say that's where they get the crystals for yeah. the yeah. lightsabers? Mm-hmm. And for the Death Star. I like I like how they did that. It's where interesting they how the, the Death Star and the lightsabers the are both powered by the well, same Well, haven't you heard of the uh, Darksaber? Dark, it's, uh, it's from the uh, one of the novels. They were literally Novels making, don't count anymore. I know. But Sorry, they, were, they were making a giant lightsaber type thing using crystals to make like a Death Star beam. But it was just going to be just one, just a laser, like, like a giant lightsaber. Yeah, not novels don't count, man. Do you guys notice though the planet? I might be saying I think yeah, it was, was Owambi or Wamobi or something like that. It was just Obi. It was an anagram of Obi Wan. I thought that was kind of cool, like a little. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, now Vader was really cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. His helmet looked. He, be, stupid he to got me. really cool. His, His helmet looked weird. It, it did look he weird. He didn't have the the cape. Came all the way yeah. here, yeah. That's and from, he didn't have his collar. Yeah, he yeah. He have, looked, I, he I thought the, the something was off. Well, the yeah. in a New Hope, he doesn't. And, and if you if you look at a New, I, I saw it today. I was looking at stuff from on YouTube about it. In Empire Strikes Back, the he helmet has all changes stuff. dramatically. Yeah, between but, the, the the Empire. Well, they kept but, it consistent. But they made him look like the New Hope Vader. That's what yeah. they went off of. Not but they the went Empire. back, and his eyes were super. Like his eyes were very very red, yeah. which actually reminded me of like the Marvel Comics version of. Vader. Yeah. So it, it, I think it was supposed to be like you could see through them so that you could see the face back there because you can in um, A New Hope just a little bit. Hmm. It was very similar to how it looked in A New Hope. Kind of makes sense. Revenge of the Sith, you see the inside of the helmet and it's got red Hey, yeah. Well, what's up with uh, getting uh, Sauron to build him the temple and yeah. you know, build him his own <laughs> oh, was, 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 was that Mustafar? That was Mustafar. I, was, Mustafar. I thought it was. I, I was like, so cool. yeah, it's like, but they didn't name it. I'm like, well, they've named it. Well, I asked, I asked Mustafar. Nick. My man's hanging out in like, Isengard here. I was like, <laughs> I asked Nick. I was like, "Is that Mustafar?" He's like, "No." I'm, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure is. that's Mustafar. I and that was Scott. I Scott, looked it up afterwards. The Christian nerd said it. He's like, "Don't you think it's interesting that Vader would set up his home base there to torture himself every mm-hmm. day for oh, the yeah. thing that he'd done?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most, I, I, there's, that's how he kept his like, like how Kylo Ren is struggling to keep his like hate. Maybe that's why he stays there, so he can, you know, like because he was in the he was in the tank, uh, you know. Yeah. That, that from what I've yeah. seen, bath time fun Vader. Yeah. From what I've seen, that tank is used for healing. So he, I, he might. From what I heard, like rumors that are, yeah, it's a back to tank theories that that he had come back from like a battle or something, and it would make sense that he would come back, heal up his body in the tank, but also be in the place that would like refuel his anger and like this is where like I had to fight my mentor who who had, to him thought he lied to him and and like who betrayed him. In his eyes, and where he lost his humanity, hmm. so I could see why he would set up set up all his stuff there. So he sounded he sounded old. James Orgo Jones just sounds yeah. old. He, did, he didn't sound quite right. Yeah, like I'm kind of yeah. glad this might be the last time we see Vader because 
There's always so much James Earl Jones can do. Yeah. After and then this. you got the dad joke. Don't yeah, choke don't on your choke on it. Tony turned and looked at me. He was just like, like rolled his eyes up. He's like, don't choke on your don't own ambitions, Abasta. I'm not. I'm not. But he redeems himself later. The no, whole listen. Way. When no he way. comes out in yeah. two minutes, Vader is oh, scary. That's that scary brutal. Vader. What was great? What was great is it's like and it's we never dark. Se- we've never seen scary no, Vader no, before. Only and that's the only lightsaber you've seen the entire movie. Yeah. I'm like I'm glad there wasn't Jedi in this movie. And they probably haven't seen a lightsaber in how long? Well, just his. Like just his. Yeah. But I just like that it's dark. Just yeah. seeing that to, weapon. Me, to me, my favorite thing was the just that there was no opening text crawl. Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. going into it. I said if they don't do that, I might have even said it on a previous episode. If they if they don't do that, I'll respect that they're trying to do their own thing, mm-hmm. and and they did, and yeah. it was it was good. It was it, to me, it, it fits in with the same area of like the Clone Wars animated. It's like this is a fill in the gap story, mm-hmm. but a good solid story that actually Whoa. counts and it, it matters. Speaking of Clone Wars, I think it was very nice ending to Gera. Yeah. Because he sort of been has Saga. been a mysterious character, and I, I mean, Ste- there wasn't a lot of information. Steven's like he hated the way that Force Whitaker played that character. Was that how he sounded in the show? I don't know. What I don't are you doing? It. We have to go out and do this. Like that's what well, he sounded like. I think like it's to a me. nice By ending the- because then it can it can fill in that gap too. By the way. Uh, I have robot Can we legs. all agree that that scene with the giant squid thing squirming in his mind mm-hmm. had like you could take that scene out and, and nothing, nothing. It would yeah. change? You could take out a lot of his stuff and it, that was just that I want, was the worst. I want to know why they cut out Jen Urso saying like this is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Like I like that in the trailers. Well, I was wanting to say, see the context. What will you become? What will you become? But, I can't uh, stand him. I cannot. And I didn't like what's his name, Cassian. Cassius, Cassian, Cassian. You like him? No, he just Prince Cassian. Yeah, Prince Cassian. Was well, the fact no, that he killed somebody with like the first five well, minutes? I don't, of the I don't movie. care about that. It just, uh, I did. He, but his, did he shoot first? Yes. <laughs> it just seemed he just seemed forced to me. I just <laughs> towards the end I started but to like him. But that's the same thing with all the characters. Unless they give him like a gimmick, like oh he's the guy with the big gun, or oh he's the guy, the blind guy that you know he's he's Star Wars Daredevil, or whatever it is. <laughs> if, if without everybody kind of having their one little gimmick, he's he's you know dime store Han Solo. Yeah, uh, and yeah. but, but I mean, just to me, I didn't like with this. I just didn't honestly. Uh-huh, I just didn't really right. care for the actor's performance. It just seemed really dry to me. But that was the thing with all the characters. The the characters felt like either characters from a video game or they felt like just action figures being played with on the screen. There wasn't a whole lot of depth to them. It would have been the same way that we would have felt if they would have only ever made a new hope. If they only made a new hope and that was it. The only dynamic character in a new hope was pretty much Han Solo. Luke Skywalker just. I don't still know. Whining. He was still kind of whining, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go. This is, I, I used to bullseye my womp rats and my T17. You know, whatever. I mean, they they didn't. Nobody really changed, but Han. Everybody was a little bit flat. Now you can't go into crazy depth in a movie, even a two hour and fifteen minute movie, with that many characters mm-hmm. that are ultimately only there to die. Mm-hmm. Hey, Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, way better than Suicide Squad. It was yes. good yeah. to me. It fits and I'm, in. And with yeah, I'm this, not trying to crap on it. I really no, enjoyed no. it. The one thing that I will crap on is. That for all of their and they did they they went in there and they did it and they sacrificed and Mon Mothma knew what they were doing, and she saluted them. Why it is, and I, I don't I've not heard anybody say this. I just want to know why it is that when they all come together with the Death Star plans, she makes such a big deal about how many Bothans had to die for these plans because I didn't see the first Bothan in that movie. Wait, which one is a Bothan? None of them. There's no. Uh, no, but what is a Bothan? Bothans are computer hacker Wookies, basically. Oh. And they're like, and they they weren't the whole the whole story in the original Star Wars was many Bothans died to bring us these plans. All they had to do was 
put the make the last planet the planet of the Bothans and say, oh yeah, the planet just got blown up real real good because the Death Star wanted it. They could have just wiped that away real easy and said, oh, I imagine a lot of Bothans died when that happened. That's that's similar, I guess, to the uh, your, your father, father wanted you to have, have this after he uh, killed a bunch of younglings. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it would have been a real simple thing to maybe explain, but that's the only thing that we have in the movie of how the plans came to them was that the Bothans died for it. And I didn't see any Bothans in there. I thought it was, well, you, why don't you say, you know, a group of really awesome rebels went and died for this. I like I like all the... We lost the entire blue squadron for this yeah. thing. Yeah, I like and the, we lost Red and Five. And Red Five. Red Five. <laughs> but he'll come back. I saw that. Rod, oh, Red by Five. the way, you and, would... Sorry, continue. Oh, I'm jumping over. Well, I, like, I was going to talk about little Easter eggs. Like, obviously, you have... Um, uh, Senator Organa yeah. was in there yeah. from the prequels, which yeah. I was like, Yay. I trust her with my life. Go tell uh, Captain Antilles to get the ship ready. Yeah, and, and I, I like the uh, like, does your Jedi friend? And I was like, Yeah, I'll, I'll give him. And I was like, Oh, yeah. that means Obi Wan knew what was going on. And then there was the uh, the guys from the Moss Eisley uh, Cantina. Yeah, Doctor mm-hmm. Evasion and, and Pondo Baba. They, how did yes. they get out Steven of there? made a great point. He's like, They back. must have been leaving the planet right then, or they otherwise died. they blew up. Well, then he's wanted on ten planets. <laughs> yeah, I've got the death system. Uh, <laughs> death I've sentenced on twelve systems. He doesn't like you. I don't, I don't like, like you either. either. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they must have been on their way to Tatooine right then. Once yeah. I talked about this with Tony and he wasn't sure about it and then I looked it up. I like that they actually took footage of I think Gold Leader and Red Leader. Yeah, they put them in for the And they just put them in there. Oh, but yeah. like it didn't look like it wasn't like CG. I think they just took footage and just reworked the they mouths. They did. They just they just yeah. they just and, and cleaned it up a little X-Wing. bit. I'm like I like that cuz like um, I heard like a, a guy talking about a podcast. He saw it like on the premiere. It was like when you he's like I didn't see anybody else get as big of a pop other than like Vader and Leia than Red Leader and Gold Leader. Like, uh, that got a huge pop at the premiere for the movie. For me, I, I'd never seen a, y, a Y-Wing. i I'd never seen a Y-Wing actually go into action. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. I was you, like, so I was I, like, you get, I think Y-Wings you get to see are some, in You this. get to see some in Jedi, I think. Because you get the, oh, B, really? the B-Wings, X-Wings, Y-Wings. I didn't see the Y-Wings. Yeah. See, I never... I never. And then you, the you saw the, the Hammerhead uh, Corvette. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty cool. cool. That and was that was cool. Clone Wars. That was they, when they mentioned or oh, Rebel Rebels. Rebel. They, they mentioned okay. that Rebels. I didn't, I didn't even know that was yeah. a thing. Yeah. I, so when I saw, I that mean, obviously cool. it's later. Now they ship, they but. definitely make their uh, their Empire vehicles in this movie disposable because it's like, oh yeah. hey, just uh, we're just gonna hey, too. couple shots and that ATAT is done. Like they were yeah. a lot tougher on Hoth. Hey, let's just fire a torpedo at this and shut it down. Yeah. Let's, let's just let's just push these yeah these star destroyers. Although as they're knocking around these star destroyers, like they're not made out of anything. When Vader's star destroyer, when the Executioner shows up, it's like oh. Oh, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That was for, that was for real. It's got I just blue uh, on it. <laughs> once once again, and if they just ended the movie with this, and not even that they didn't have to go to Leia thing, just when his when it shows up and they're fighting, and he goes on there and he's like does his whole like I'm gonna kill twenty people in five that's seconds so cool. and force throw some take it, and then like you just see uh, Leia's ship drop down and run away, and the weirdest uh. kind of look. I'm like, oh, like yeah. not that I thought they were going to. Not do that. everybody would have uh, intuitively gotten that though. I mean, I bet it was not. I, I get, and I understand why they had to go. What? When Vader does this whole thing where he uh, goes and kills a bunch of people, after he try after they pass the plans on, Leia's ship from the beginning of New Hope without actually out. having to bring the, the the scene into it. it. I think it was fine. I uh, know I like you it. just need to stop before you showed Leia. In in my conversation with um from the back. with with Scott Higa, the Christian nerd, he he made a quote which I thought was really funny. Uh, he he was talking about Chirrutimwe and and you know the blind, force sensitive guy. And he said, I'm Asian, so it was nice to see an Asian character other than the rebel pilot in Return of the Jedi who says, there's too many of them. He said, even in a galaxy far, far away, Asians are still just doing math. 
<laughs> and I, I made a reference. I said I was having a conversation with a girl in my church who was glad that there's another strong female in, in Star Wars. I mean, you got to remember, other than Mon Mothma and Leia, there was no girls in Star Wars that mm-hmm. weren't like slave girl strippers. Or mm-hmm. Padme. Uh, uh, who is original okay. trilogy. We, mm-hmm. we yeah. don't refer to the other. And so so it was good to have, you know, Jyn Erso in there. I, I, I said... It, it characters like Chirrut, characters like like Jin or or Finn or or Ray, uh, they make a diverse fan base feel better represented. Mm-hmm. I said, now as a fat white guy, I would have liked to see them CG Jack Porkins into the X Wing <laughs> battle and let him do, actually Porkins. do something heroic. But I guess the world isn't ready for there us yet. There was a fat guy, and I thought he was Porkins, and then he got blown up, and I was like, oh, not nope. Porkins. I want to see. Hey, wouldn't it Porkins have been cool? Brother. Wouldn't it have been cool if they put Porkins in there, and he was just, like, totally bad, like this total like killer. Like he was Poe Dameron. Like dude. he was, yeah, Poe Dameron. He was like, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh-oh, He'd be more like the Poe so Boy good. sandwich Dameron. <laughs> well, speaking of, like, diversity in the Alliance and the Rebels, I mean, the it's no secret that Nazi Germany was a very strong influence on the empire yeah and I mean, that Vader's construction is, is and i mean you that. just look at the uniforms yeah and they're the, called stormtroopers yeah i mean that was a literal unit in nazi yeah. in the nazi yeah. military yeah. so i mean having the the nazi influence and then seeing I mean, seeing all the the white men yeah in power there as opposed to the alliance with all yeah. the diversity and, the and, women and in this the, movie i mean even um Cal, uh, lando yeah you know in the beginning, so this movie had a very band of brothers kind of feel to it too. I mean, Saving Private yeah. Ryan. Yeah. It was, well, yeah. I mean, get down to those movie. beaches. I did, I did and see I was someone, like, this is so World War Two. Yeah. I did see someone say, "Goes, this is the best Star Wars movie ever." If you just take the fact that they visit more planets and have an actual war, it's the best Star Wars <laughs> and war movie I've ever well, seen. That's what I. What my first reaction was was, "This is the first time I've actually seen like a like a gritty war type feel for on the ground." Like obviously, you have the battle on Endor. Or Battle of Endor, not on Endor, but um, like that one still felt kind of like oh, it's just a fun. There was scene. a bunch of teddy bears in that yeah. one, <laughs> <laughs> but with this one, it felt like people are dying. Yeah, like people are getting blown up. Like stuff is going down. But the movie still felt to me like it was Battlefront the movie, or it still felt like okay, video game fair. a video game Star Wars movie, especially when uh, half of the characters looked like a cutscene characters so um, so so where, where would you rank this then if you have your eight star uh, nothing current- that's the best thing about this movie is it doesn't need to be ranked mm-hmm. with the other movies because it doesn't belong with the other movies it's, not it's a, a bridge it's, it's, it's a bridge you i had don't... someone at work tell me that like, this is much better than force awakens for nope. mm-hmm. what do you like better two all beef patties or that bun that goes in the middle it doesn't matter you didn't both to be a big mac even if you but you don't compare the two okay you know, the it's, best say it's not numbered, but it is Rogue One. But it's whatever. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good, but it's different. It's good, but it's different. So that's the mm-hmm. nice thing is it gets just it created a world all of its own within a universe that already existed, mm-hmm. and that world all on its own doesn't need to be judged by Empire Strikes Back because it's not Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. We're not following the same kind of story. We're mm-hmm. not following the same pattern. We're not. It, it just exists in that world. So, um, uh, I we enjoyed it. Uh, I think all across the board, even if you have some nitpicky things, uh, it'd be really, really hard to totally lambast it, considering how badly it could have gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all have something to be thankful for that it is right. So we are looking forward now to episode eight and yes. uh, to the Han Solo standalone movie as With well. Donald or yeah, Donald Glover as Lando. Yeah, so we'll be uh, we'll be talking more about those uh, in upcoming uh, years. I suppose. Jackie. She might be outside. Oh, okay. 
All right, now that we have uh, Rogue One uh, to our satisfaction, Jackie is back in the studio. And uh, we are getting ready to get out of here, guys. It's uh, It has been a really, really good year. 2016 has been a crazy year. Mm-hmm. Um, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. hysteria. So we are, uh, you know, the, the world is a very, very strange place. But God is good, and uh, right now it's a great time to be a nerd. So uh, we want to just say, as we close out the season, we say Merry Christmas to everybody. We hope that you get everything on your wish list. Um, making a wish list is very, very difficult for me. I stress so much about like asking for stuff for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you, you know, gift cards are always great. You know, fifty-four percent of the population <laughs> would agree with you. So if you want to hook us up with some stuff, the best way that you can support the Nerd of Godcast for Christmas is by visiting us on our Patreon page. Uh, you can link to it through our website at nerdofgodcast.com or simply go to patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. There you can make a small commitment to a donation. Let us uh, let us thank you in advance for your generous consideration. Uh, and what that does is that helps to go and pay for things such as internet storage space, for recording equipment, uh, for personal appearances, uh, for merchandise and things like that that we want to be able to to do and to make uh, the Nerd of Godcast universe a bigger place and reach out to more people. So ultimately, although we do have fun and we do you know, geek out a little bit here on the podcast, we are a ministry and our ultimate goal is to bring the light of Jesus Christ to an otherwise very dark uh, community, a very unreached people group in the nerd culture. So uh, we appreciate your help in doing that. So please visit us on Patreon and uh, show us a little bit of love. We do want to say thank you so much to our Patreon supporters and everything that you do for us. Uh, By name, today's uh, honorary producer of the week is Zach Schinholzer once again. So thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. This will be our last show for 2016, you guys, unless something amazing happens between now and and then that we just need to come back and talk about. Uh, But for for the moment, um, any final thoughts for the year? I am with the force and the force is with me. (laughs) I take nap right here. Um, Well, I do want to invite you guys to a very special thing. This is not only those that are around the table here, but also those in the Nerd of God Squad. Uh, Coming up on New Year's Eve, If you don't have any plans right now, I'd like to invite you to uh, the Talavera Manor. We are going to have a, uh, uh, we're going to do a Facebook Live Nerd of God cast game night on New Year's Eve. And we would like to invite you over to to follow us. Check us out on uh, facebook.com slash nerdofgodcast. You can connect with us there and we will be broadcasting live playing games like Quiplash that you can play on your own cellular device from right there in your home whether you're around the corner or around the world so follow us on Facebook click like on that and be with us on New Year's Eve I think the fun is probably going to start around 10pm Eastern Standard Time it's going to be a two hour show get all the information there on our uh, Nerd Godcast website or by following us on Twitter uh, so thank you so much from the Nerd of Godcast crew my name is Tony T I'm Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for the Nerd of Godcast, Steve-O Supremo. Feliz Navidad. The big man, Quentin Neff. 2017, here we come. Jackie and Jess, the lovely twins. Bye. And the often imitated, never duplicated Nicholas Sadler. Goodbye. Until 2017, we don't have to go home. But we can't stay here. Not everybody at once. We do have to go home. It's so nice. Nice
our friend Blake got engaged, and we had this. Uh, there was a big party. It was at a Christian club restaurant. It was the same place that we went for our Rogue One party, and um, there was. It was supposed to be kind of like in the middle of this show, in the middle of kind of the hiding, in the middle of a rap show, worship show, whatever it is. One of the hosts and and one of the bands. They didn't show, so this girl's there. Blake is there. Her whole family is there. All their friends are there, and she has no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So Blake, in his desperation, comes up to Neff, best friend, and says, oh, Neff, that's a bad idea. What, what does he say? He's like, I need you. I need you to, to come up with something. First, he wanted me to do my rap songs. One of them's about nerdy stuff with nothing to do with Christmas. The other one It is, was a Christmas-themed party. And the other one is like a, like a deep worship song. Type deal. I want to be sanctified. Yeah, so so oh. it didn't fit in with anything. It would have been totally no, random. It would have been weird. It would have felt So wrong. Neff is like, I don't really want to do this. And he's looking at me like, you got to help me. And I was like, I'm not going to help me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I am not helping you, dude. This is my first rodeo. So I said, Neff, you got to go do something, man. And he's like, Blake. Blake is like, Neff, Neff, I need you to do this. So Neff is like, okay. So I, I real quick, I'm looking on my phone and I say, Neff. I just text you some Christmas trivia, so you got something. You're not going up there. You're not going up there totally blind. So Neff gets up there, and I don't know what possesses him, but what, how did you open up the story, Neff? You're like, "Hey kids, who here still believes in Santa Claus?" Oh no! Did you say that? No. What did you say? No. I said, does "Santa's not." Does everybody here remember the first time they found out Santa wasn't real? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Were there kids does, around? There were probably <laughs> ten children under the age of ten in Quentin. this room. Does anybody remember when they found out when Santa wasn't real? <laughs> hey guys, Santa's not real. So we're sitting here and 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 I'm horrified. Oh my goodness, dude! Wait, wait, wait! I'm Santa's looking. I'm in the back of the room and <laughs> oh, I'm we're, I'm there with our friend David. I'm there with with like Edgar and and some of our friends and we're looking and, and I, I I'm like, oh no, what in the and I'm waving my hands. I'm about forty feet away from Neff, and I'm waving my hands. And I'm like, "No, abort! Stop! Abort! I'm looking pull out! Like pull up! For pull up!" So he's Neff looking at all the kids, telling the story. Tell us the story, dying. Neff. Begin telling. Tell us the, the regale us so, with your with your thrilling when I was, tale of when Christmas I was, of holiday miscreants. When I was a young a young lad, uh, I woke up a little too early on Christmas morning, and uh, I walked into my living room. And as I did that, my dad opens the door, and he's holding all the presents. And Mark Sam, Mark from Santa, and I said that's what I found out Santa wasn't real. So I'm sitting here and I'm in the back going, no, dude, stop, no, dude, and the whole you're and, killing and Christmas. Neff just keeps going. Parents have got their hands over their kids' ears, going la 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 la, and Neff is un, undeterred. Oh he God. is just determined. And it's then, time they learn the truth. Then, just slaughter no, Christmas. Stop no, lying to your went, children. And then they went, Shh, no, 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 and I and I heard them. I finally heard them. And I went, oh, but no, he. But then I found out that Santa leaves the presents on the lawn, and then parents bring them. And in. then my dad brings them in. It was too late. The damage had been done, and I said, Neff. I was like, Neff, Neff, no, 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 no. And Neff just like gets real quiet, and he's like, So how about some Christmas trivia? <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part was, I didn't know that they were ants. You just scroll down to get I, the He answers. opens up. He opens up the, the Christmas trivia that I give and him. That takes twenty seconds to actually open. <laughs> and up he's just hit him. They're really awkward after he slaughtered <laughs> the innocence of children. Oh my and he's gosh. like, "Darn Apple products! I can't get it to work." <laughs> so the phone finally opens it up, and what Neff, not having looked at the trivia questions I'd sent him, didn't realize the answers were not attached to the questions. They were down at the bottom of the page, so Neff didn't know the answers. So he's like. The first question was, 
Well, after Jesus was born, Joseph and Mary had to flee to what country? Egypt. Yeah, but Neff didn't know that. Uh-huh. So I looked over. He's looking like, at Saudi Arabia. Yes, correct. I'm, I'm in the back of one, Egypt. And he's like, yes, thank you. Mistletoes are common at Christmas time, although no one ever kisses me under the mistletoe. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Okay, I did. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, what color are the berries on mistletoes? And someone goes, red. He's like, that's right. I'm like, no, it's white. You're yeah, wrong. Like, it's white. No, somebody also, said white and somebody said red, so I went red and white. It's correct. You're both winners. Uh, Everybody wins. Also, mistletoes are fungus. So yeah. That well, kills trees. It's deadly. It's, it, it can be deadly can, if you can't eat it. It can be deadly if you eat it. But a kiss, a kiss can be, can be even deadlier, deadlier if you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drop. <laughs>